Welcome to the Movie Cellar, where we have a VHS collection. So many fucking VHS tapes. An internet connection. It's acceptable. And extremely uninformed opinions. That you're kind of understating it. My name's Dan. I'm George. And I'm producer Chris. George, I really liked your interjections there. Yeah, it was a good back and forth. So we're cutting a promo, so we should probably tell people what the fuck we do. Yeah, what do we do, producer Chris? What do you produce? are a podcast that watches VHS tapes in alphabetical order. Yeah, man. That's basically it. We start the show with two movies on board from a certain letter of the alphabet. We flip a coin between them, take a brief intermission while we watch it, and then we come back and we talk about it. This one's way more boring. Like, nah, this I one sounds this good. good. This makes us sound like we know what the fuck we're doing. We don't. It's uninformed, man. Oh, yeah. shit. We're out of we're time. We're out of time. Bye. All right, well, this is episode 79 of Road to Geek Official Podcast. This is Alex Austin. And here in the room with me today, we have... Plubby and Adam. Rob. And just Rob. And today, we're going to cover off some news regarding... uh, We all saw Birds of Prey. I saw it last night. Good. Uh, So... (laughs) It was a close call, but Amanda reminded me that I had to go see it, and uh, I was definitely going to miss it. So, and uh, and then she's like, "Oh, you still have to go see that." I'm like, "Yeah, I do." So I ran out last night, and caught a late show. Did you go by um, yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it by myself, which is I don't mind actually. I love seeing movies by myself. I agree. But, uh, I was I was the one asshole in there just laughing at everything. Like I was just, <laughs> just, just having a great time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like popcorn, <laughs> popcorn spilling out of my You're mouth. Just, like spitting popcorn out of the people. Yeah. In front of you. <laughs> you just, so, do your best to imitate the guy from the last Lord of the Rings movie. The, which one? Where he's like eating in the throne room. What's it? The guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the chancellor or the what was he? Yeah, I don't remember. He was the just king of whatever. Well, he Gondor. was just the temp. He was just the temp king. Yeah, yeah the temp <laughs> king. Yeah. I can't remember what the actor's name is. He's like a really good actor. He's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Father in uh oh, fringe. Yes, he was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, he was yeah, the yeah. same guy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he is a very good actor, and uh, yeah, that's basically the impression I was doing was just being extremely sloppy, kind of eating like that, and being just generally obnoxious in there. But it was me of. and uh, the late Sunday show. It was me and like five other people in there anyway, so there wasn't that many people. It was pretty vacant. When did the movie come out? I actually uh, didn't... Thursday the seventh. So What's here's today? the deal: the movie really? made less than they were expecting. Yeah, they were expecting 50, 50 mil, fifty mil on the first weekend. Yeah, and it's only made thirty two. So I think the whole budget for it was like 90 mil, though. So chances are they're going to make their money back pretty quick worldwide. Yeah. Um, and that's all they're looking to do, I think. Um, yeah, but that's kind of... That's weird, though. I, I get why, because first off, the last the last while DC movies have never been fantastic. But even like in recent history, like the last one that Margot Robbie was a part of, which was Suicide Squad, was horrible yeah so people probably associate it to suicide squad oh it's another team up thing with yeah oh Harley Quinn. we know what this is right exactly and it's unfortunate uh because that's not exactly what it was at all there was a claim that um and that the coronavirus actually um, played more of a role than people anticipated because china is huge for sales oh. not right now it's not yeah, didn't open up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could see that. And there's a few cities there in Wuhan province that are completely locked down. Oh, yeah. Right? So, and they're big superhero flick watchers yeah. in China. It's true. Oh, yeah, it's true. So, so there's this prediction that that played a role. 
Yeah, it's interesting. It I, I, I don't see yeah. a scenario in which it doesn't make its ninety million dollar budget back in the long run. Um, no, it was it was a good enough movie. It'll have legs. I'm yeah, yeah. more up, I'm more concerned with. Here's the deal: is there is a whole discussion with, when Charlie's Angels came out, where everyone's like, "Oh, you can't handle. You don't like you know powerful women role models and." and you know, you don't you don't like the idea yeah, that yeah. this is a women's show with women action heroes. Like, no, that was a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. This is a good movie, and it shows how to do that kind of thing. Yeah, it did. It has a strong it feminist role. It's all female cast and Ooh. female directed and female directed. And, yep. yep. And honestly, it's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a great time. Great. Yeah, I had no, a great time. It, like that's uh, always the argument. It's like it's not who even is on screen, male, female, or whatever. None of that matters. It just has to be a good movie. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's all it needs to be. And if it's a good movie, it doesn't matter if your your cast is any like anything. Your composition should not matter. Yeah. I mean, there's an adherence to content if you're following something that's like, hey, we're doing a Lord of the Rings book. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be able to do a all female cast if you're doing like the 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 hobbits taking the ring to the mountain to right. the volcano. If you're doing that story specifically, I mean, I would like to see. You gotta it. go. You gotta go. I would, all men. I, I would all be... men. <laughs> no, no, no. You gotta do the Hobbit. All the dwarves. Yeah, yeah. Like, dwarven females. Don't, just dwarf, but you, you can't beards. tell them apart. You can't tell them apart yeah. from dwarven males. Exactly. <laughs> to be 100 percent honest with you, I would see it though. If somebody made that, I would go see that. Yeah, movie. yeah. So wait, the the team up is uh, it's Eowyn and Arwen and uh, who else? Who's who's the elf girl from uh, the the Hobbit trilogy? Oh, I don't know her name. I, I forgot no, no, her no, name. no. It would be the characters. Yeah, yeah. As they are, but oh, just but female just characters. Flip them to yeah, female. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. like Frodo's a female. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Frodo is Frodina. That's fine. Or just or even Frodo. It doesn't know, matter. Being... Yeah, no, yeah, I that's know. fine. Yeah. That's fine. But yeah, no. Gollum is a chick. Gollum is just. I feel. I just feel like, bad for anybody spa- that. What is it called? Sequins all over. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. The ring. Like, oh wow, this is a marriage movie. This has a whole different connotation right. to it. <laughs> right, right, right. And oh, uh, so I think I think it says something to to the fact that when that was written, it was just a all male yeah, cast was, except yeah. for a few key female moments, I guess. Sauron like Arwen is Ke- sitting there on on his tower, going, "If you like it, then you should put a ring on oh, it." Oh man. <laughs> Don't, Beyonce, don't, Beyonce. don't cheapen the fucking story just because it's got a female cast. Come on. Dude, oh, Beyonce could play Saruman the White. Oh, my God. It'd be so yes. good. So instead of being on top of the tower at Isengard, like, chanting, she's up there, like, singing, and you just hear it in the distance. If you like it, then you gotta put a ring on it. And there's, like, a storm mustering above her. I feel like this is like this has to be, like, an abridged version on YouTube or Oh, something. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love it. So I'm, I'm on board with that, actually. Yeah. So let's do it. Let's do it. So, yeah, Birds of Prey, we'll cover that today. We'll do we'll do a little bit of a deep dive into that. Um, I would like to do the Animal Crossing thing if we can get to it today as well. Got delayed. And then, uh, and uh, oh, it did? Yep. Shit, I didn't even know that. Yeah. What's it uh, delayed to now? I don't know the date. I just saw, all I we'll saw look was the up. headline was uh, coronavirus delays, um, Animal Crossing because the Animal Crossing Tom Nook's infected. Yeah, yeah, he's caught yeah. it. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. It had something. It could have just been delayed in China, or may, or maybe they're gonna add in like a virus into the game that just rips through the town at random and just wipes out half the town. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It's gonna be brutal. Twenty eight animals, Animal Crossings later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you just it's... you just wake up and the whole thing is empty. That's that's what it is. You have to rebuild the town yourself. Well, it's Animal Crossing over, so that's what happens. So you, you die, <laughs> oh, you cross shit. over, and then you build a town in the afterlife. So that's, that's <laughs> what this is. actually maybe the whole thing is an allegory for the afterlife because it's, it's pretty idyllic, except huh. for the drama that those animals cause. 
Yeah, it's not really a really good uh, utopia of, of an afterlife, is it? Not really. <laughs> it's just kind of life. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's a lot of work. That, that's it. Death is just we we die, yeah. we become animals, and we do the same growing thing. Growing fruit, do. growing yeah. fruit, collecting seashells. Yeah, I'm just an IT guy squirrel. That's the only difference between... <laughs> IT guy squirrel. <laughs> oh, man. But your house has a wonderful motif, so... <laughs> So we'll talk a little bit about Animal Crossing, and uh, what we'll do is is what we anticipated we would do last time, which is I have a little bit of a retrospective on Animal Crossing in general. We'll cut that out however long it is, 20, 25 minutes probably at max, and just make that a Patreon episode. So we're starting to make some money on Patreon, which I'm pretty pleased about. So we do have to shout out our newest Patreon member, Luke. So Luke, thank you so much for becoming a Patreon member. And uh, for him, because he did join a higher tier, we are going to send him a Rona Geek Official Podcast t-shirt. So once my new shipment comes in, and and I'm pretty excited about that. So for anyone who wants to join, uh, we are going to start putting out this incremental content, the first bit of which is going to be this Animal Crossing retrospective. And I would like to do other retrospectives in the future, too. I think we can keep them short and sweet. And uh, and, and, and also that's kind of bridging into, into, you know, sort of games presentation reservation to which I really like that idea but anyway we'll, we'll do that as well so thank you Luke and uh, I don't know keep on geeking man we don't, we don't have a thing that we say yet. We don't so. have a no, catchphrase. No, we don't we're, have a catchphrase. We're 78 episodes in. We have don't, like 79 don't dig one yet. up on, on our recordings. That's a bad idea. <laughs> oh, I know your catchphrase, Caprice. Catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. Let's not. Okay. <laughs> That's our catchphrase. Let's not. I, don't touch I'm my actually... cyber dick. <laughs> Jesus. Or if you do, uh, handle it gently. <laughs> that's the reason we want to play Cyberpunk. Yeah, I, mean, I think I know. everything wants me to play Cyberpunk. I know. And I like, I actually kind of like that CD Projekt Red pushed it to September to kind of be like, okay, so this is this is the the current gen console switch over into the new new next gen in October, sure. November ish, yeah. we'll say. And uh, they really want to position this game as the pinnacle of gaming on the current console generation, which I can appreciate. So I can definitely appreciate that. Plus, it gives them more time for polish and probably more Keanu. Yeah. You know, I just thought of this. It's going to be kind of neat when uh, things like PSN are stuck between two different consoles. Yeah. Because I'm wondering how they're going to treat that. Just if you're on the PS4 and the old games. Well, I figure, yeah. But I mean, like when the new games start filtering onto the PSN, they just not have access to them. So like, how do you justify? They're probably not going to put access to the newest games on them yet. Well, they I mean, they don't even. They, there's, there's always a delay. Well, time. I suspect that part of the reason for the delay is they want to they want to actually release closer to a potential release date for next gen Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, yeah. I I can't imagine that won't drop this holiday season with the new consoles. Oh, so it would be a perfect game for for next gen. And usually the the late games on consoles start to slug because they're really yeah. pushing it to the, yeah, to the yeah. degree that they have to. And so usually you'll find that, hey, we released this game on the previous generation because mm. we developed it for the original generation, yeah. so we might as well give it to you. But here's the deal. We've got this other version of it that's clearly meant for the newer age edition yeah. with better graphics and better so, FPS. Now, you guys play a lot on PC. I still play a lot on PS4. I fired that up a few months ago, and I've been playing a lot of games on that. It is to the point now where the system is feeling aged. So, for instance, uh, playing Jedi on, on the PS4, mm. my standard PS4, like there, there's a lot of choppiness, a lot of lag, a lot of pop-in textures. You know, you, you look, you turn around and look at something and it's got smooth textures on it because oh, yeah. the textures haven't oh, popped yeah. in yet. Yep. And it's like, so I can tell that this system is, is, it's aged to the point now where it's chugging. Like it's trying so hard to get this stuff going, particularly the texture mapping and things like that. Fall in Order, I think was the second game I played on my, my new computer. New yeah. And I've got it fully 144 frames oh, a second. God. Epic graphics. It's got to be fucking gorgeous, man. It is so gorgeous. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> nice. I can't wait to hear more about that. And then uh, and then also Outer Worlds, when I was playing that, uh, the load times are brutal. 
on, any, on any standard open world PS4. game, I don't even trust it on a console. Dude, it's it's honestly a load time, a standard load time in that game is is a minute. Ooh. Like it's a minute. So like every yeah. time, every time like I'd be playing Outer Worlds before, and I, I would go to load on my standard PS4, not the Pro. It's the standard PS4. Uh, I would just start playing Orna on my phone. <laughs> like it was just oh, wow. because I knew I was in for it. So and oh, then, that's uh, but it actually did limit the time I would play at once because I would get so sick of waiting for load times. And then there would be times I'd be in a mission and I'd have to go back into a town. And I'm like, I don't even feel like it. I don't even feel like it. I don't feel like sitting here waiting for this. <laughs> that explains your rage. You enter a town and you're you come in there like. Outlander, can you leave right now to go do this question? Like, I just spent a minute loading. You asked me to do one more thing and leave this town once. I will yeah. murder all you motherfuckers. Well, I would try to, like, prioritize everything I had to do to make sure that when I left town, I got as much done as possible within that area before getting to another loading area because oh, it was God. that brutal. Um, I mean, it, The cool thing about that game, though, is that it actually, it actually has large areas that load all at once. So the open world areas are quite large, and you can run around for a long time in them without running at any lag, anything. It runs oh, nice. beautifully. Yeah, but they had, uh, a really bad, they had a really bad fog, though. Did they? In that game, yeah. When I was watching you play it, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, you wouldn't notice it because you, you've been playing it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. But like, uh, as somebody who plays open world games yeah, yeah. and doesn't have that fog, I see it immediately. Oh, like the distance the fog? The distance fog, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. It, it softens it up so that it doesn't... Draw distance, yeah. Yeah, draw distance, yeah. 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 Yeah, I would notice it because I'm on, a, on an aged console at this point. But yeah, I will be going in on a, on a PS5 once uh, once those SKUs drop to reserve. So I'm not sure who I can talk to about this, but I found out that the Final Fantasy VII Remake is only coming out for PlayStation. Yeah. And the exclusivity deals for at least a year. Yeah, yeah. And they've never actually announced that it's going to come out for PC Oh. Yet. Yeah, no, a lot of companies are doing that. I mean, they did the same thing for Red Dead. I know. Yeah. Uh, they... it, it will, though. All Final Fantasy games oh, come no, out for all... Xbox I can almost guarantee you almost every single game now is coming out to PC. There's a big enough P- PC market now that people can't yeah, well, how It's long. the biggest market. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be, it'll you be think it'll be the year? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I hope so. Because it'll be, it's going to be so hard for me to resist. Because you, know you know what it is? And you can bank on the fact that they'll wait that year. They have to. Well, well, they have to. I get that. But like, it probably will be very close to that year because... That is when they have the opportunity to make more money. Yeah. That's really what it okay. is. Because at that point, they've already done all the development and stuff like that. They just need to make sure the port's not shit. But that's not a hard job to do over that amount of time. No, and because so, com- more players on PC are accepting of... You know, back in the day, you when you did a port to PC, you had to make sure it worked on mouse and keyboard. Yep. Nowadays, nah. Yeah, with all know. the USB controllers out there, that's true. Fucking yeah, plug yeah. in a controller. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, people are using Xbox and PlayStation controllers on on PC. You Man, know what I mean? It's it's if, that easy. If it's not a competitive style multiplayer game, I don't give a fuck. Controller goes in. Yeah, yeah. every time. Nice. Every time. There are nice. some games yeah. where it just works so better. Well, I just like the lounge. Like, well, yeah, back, but you, you, you set it up. And, you set it up so you could kick back on your couch and 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 just play right on your TV. Well, right? not even just that though. But like, even if I'm sitting just at my computer. Yeah, I'll just like I'll I have like a stool in my computer. I'll just kick it under my desk and yeah. I'll kick up my feet and I'll lean back and play games. Boom. Okay. The, the, Hell yeah. Like the monitor that I have now is huge. Yep. So like, yeah. I don't I don't need a TV. Yeah. I don't. So yeah, that's what I I have that feeling now too because now I got the oh, yeah. 32 inch monitor yeah. with HDR 144 hertz. Ref- it's got the variable refresh rate. So Ooh. I literally and I've I've got the Titan chair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm jacking it. Oh, he, you're jacking, air jacking. It, it feels good though, eh? The slow jack, though. The slow jack. Yeah, you just gotta tease. <laughs> no, no, like this, so that I keep eye contact. <laughs> I'm loving the sound of this chair. 
But so that I got that, I got this like Titan. It's like a gaming kit chair. It's the, yeah. I was really sketchy because it's like oh six hundred dollars for, for a, a chair. fucking chair. For a fucking chair. I bought it because it had some of the best reviews. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> I love it. It is the best chair Dude, I've ever. Good had. Man. But like that's the same thing. I'm like I got this like three hundred dollar headset, and people are like, why are you spending so much? I go to Walmart, I'll get one for twenty bucks. I was like, yeah, because. You don't understand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just don't comprehend the difference. It's the same thing with like a lot of things, right? Yeah. Like VR, you you're like, I have a pretty good idea what VR is until you play VR. You're like, oops. <laughs> like it's the same thing. It's like anything else. So yeah, spending six hundred dollars on a chair seems outlandish until you spend six hundred dollars on a chair and you go, oh yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and that's what I do now is because I've got the bigger screen. I it, it's a curved screen, so I just sit back in my chair. With my controller, yep. and I just sit. I it's like sit it's back. like heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. I, I completely get it. Nice, nice. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, Final Fantasy VII a year in. Uh, yeah, I will have been cross-dressing as Cloud for ages by that point. I know. So, yeah, that's yeah. the unfortunate Cro- part. Because I wanted to. Wait, you never. There's a scene in it where he has to cross-dress. No, no, no. I know, in. I know. But just thinking of it out of context like that, it's just kind of oh. funny. No, no. I mean, in the real world. Oh, like. I, <laughs> See, I'm trying to emulate everything he wears in that game. <laughs> Actually, that'd be a really good cosplay, though. Yeah, that'd be it would awesome be. cosplay. Yeah. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. Well, no, oh, but, it, with, but with the new, like the um, the new graphics. Uh, the new graphics. Did you new... see that recently? They just showed what they all look like in Don Corneo's mansion. Yeah. No. So yeah, yeah. So it shows. It shows side by side, like, uh, like the like. I think it's Aerith wearing a red dress. So the red dress, the old one with the new one, and then Tiffa's dress, old one with the new one, and then Cloud, old one, and new one. And he... He looks incredible. So it's, it's so funny. It is great. It's so okay. funny. The and best then, part is because of the old graphics, you could in the old pixelated graphics take him as just an ugly chick. Yeah, yeah. But now it's very clearly a dude. Well, there's some there's some little blurb in, in the English trailer, the latest English trailer about like some guy dressing him all up. He's, he's well, all, it's something, I can't remember exactly what he says. If but. you saw it in the trailer, the, the dude who, so he's, I, or he's like, be yourself, be nothing, be something. Like, I can't remember what well, he said exactly. Yeah. I forget the exact line, but basically the, the story is that before he went in, I forget exactly what he did in the original game because I never played the original game. So I only vaguely know, but he went in somewhere, disappeared and the guy, and he came out like dressed up yeah, yeah. cross yeah. yeah he cross dressed now it's like a whole scene it's a whole scene yeah, like, yeah. this guy goes to basically a glorified strip club yeah um nice. and meets the guy there who pretties up the women yes yeah. and this guy is just infatuated with the beauty of all like he's clearly yeah anybody can not be beautiful. sexual but yeah. dude if um, they, androgynous if they, androgynous yeah. if they build a fucking host dating sim into this oh my god <laughs> like the, this is all oh, like a host, like a host club kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like they do in Yakuza games. Yeah. So, because dude, I like Yakuza games. Like when I play those, I spend like eighty percent of my time doing like the host, the host bar mini games, <laughs> and like twenty percent of my time we, fighting. We need like a GTA Five equivalent Yakuza game to come out. I know, man. Yeah, I mean, it's... Like, they're getting there, but like they just need to like batten down the hatches and build. Yeah, like the Yakuza game. That I think. I think needs. the fear is then you begin to compete with like say the driving mechanics and, and the flying mechanics doesn't and all matter. that stuff. Nope, so, doesn't matter. But uh, Do it I'll, anyway, that's on my list for this year though. Is I really want to play Yakuza Zero. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure it's either that or Yakuza Kiwami. That's a remake of the original Yakuza, and I'm going to start mm-hmm. there. I think, and then I think it's Zero. Yeah. Okay, and then kind of work my way forward with with all the rehashes and remakes. So because yeah. uh, that. That, that series I loved on PS2 yeah. uh, and early PS3. I played one through three already. Um, oh, you know what? You know what? I want them to actually. Speaking of like games that are getting remade, I really want to see. Oh fuck! What was it? It was a samurai game, PS2 era, first time it came out. I'm trying to remember what it was. You fought Way of the and stuff. Not Way of the Samurai. Way of the Samurai, by the way, amazing fucking series. Are you talking Onimusha? Onimusha. 
I want the first yeah. one. Yeah, Jean, Jean Renault in it. Uh, yeah, is well, he in the first one? No, he's not the first one. one. He's the third one. one. Yeah. yeah. Did no, you play the, four? No, I didn't. It's amazing. I, I've heard good things. I haven't yeah. played it. Is, no. is four the one? Sorry, I, we're trying to figure out is four the one with Jean Renault, the French dude. He's in the second one. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's yeah. In the second. Yeah. And then and then there was a third one. It was okay. Still the old style. And then the fourth one, though, was almost like. Uh, it had a rotating camera, and it was sort of an old, over-the-shoulder action game. But it was—you had a lot more freedom in each level, yeah. and there were four different characters to choose from. And nice. one of them was like a Western sort of cowboy guy with a gun and stuff. Like it was—it was crazy. Oh, <laughs> it was crazy. No, but yeah, I w- like—I would love to see them do a remake of the first game because yes. the first game I loved the first. So game. good. It's yeah. so good, yeah. yeah, and it holds up too. I think it's a great game. I so, think so yeah. as long as you well, don't mind the they, fixed screens, if, if they do like the the whole uh, uh, thing where they did it with uh, Resident Evil, like they took out the fixed screen for Resident yeah. Evil, yeah, why not? It's, uh, it it's Capcom too, isn't it? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or Konami. I'd have to look it up to be I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it's Capcom. I'm yeah, almost. Yeah. I'm almost hundred. It would make sense. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of games that were remade, Blizzard reacted to Warcraft mm. Three. Oh, so how's that going? So th- this is a this is a continuation of last week's story. That, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. So they, they, they we, actually announced it the day we were recording. Okay. So Warcraft three, go. Yeah. Uh, so at a shareholder meeting, he announced because they do kind of publicly. Mm-hmm. He discussed it and he made two comments that interested. He people. being uh, Alan Brack, the okay. Um, I don't know what his exact title is. The new uh, Mike Morheim. Okay. He took over Mike Morheim's position. President, maybe? Whatever. Um, he basically made a statement that said, hey, as for as for the technical errors, we're sorry it happens. We're going to fix that. Yeah. No one cared about that. No. Yeah. As for any of the other problems, yeah, we're dedicated to this game. Oh. <laughs> oh, so come he on. He didn't discuss anything wow. important. Jesus wow. fucking Christ. It's like, we're in the day and age where that is not a valid response anymore. Yeah. It's that not. Because people, people have wise to that response. Yeah. Because it was a bullshit response in the first place. Well, they pulled they pulled that with the Blitz Chung thing, where they yeah, just yeah. didn't really talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they kind of just gave some vague bullshit. I was trying to remember answer. what the last thing was with them. It was recent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the, this time they did it again. They are offering automated refunds, so you can get it refunded just through a computerized system. Yeah. Blink of an eye, it's handled. Okay, that's better. That, that is a better way of doing things, but that is not. It's not the solution. The, okay, let's put it this way. You have lost stock in the community. Yeah. You have lost a lot of stock in the community. That is not a fix. Yeah. That's barely an apology. Absolutely. Well, it's it's he's it's a cop out. Right? Yeah. It's a cop out. So they know the situation's bad. They know they're losing money on it. So I think at this point it's just it's what they're principally concerned with is just damage control. No, because see at this point if they actually fixed the damn thing, they would do better than damage control. Mm-hmm. They just need to follow through on their promises. If they went rewrote their EULA and then when, okay, you know what, guys? We will do the cinematic thing you asked for. Sorry. Yeah, and that, I don't even okay. think that would be that hard for them to do. No. Not not Blizzard. Nope, wouldn't be that hard. Um, so that's that's kind of the discussion they had on that, which wasn't much. And f- they made a statement that people sort of dug into and went, oh, there was like, there was a light bulb that flicked mm-hmm. in the general world mm-hmm. which was he made a comment about right now there are more games in development at blizzard than ever before yeah oh interesting mm-hmm. it's not about the quality of the games and if you look at their recent track record they're trying to push as many new releases as possible yeah uh overwatch 2 runs on the exact same engine as overwatch 1 it's the same game actually. it's the same game yeah so why do you need to have it right because you're gonna be able to spend more money on it yeah, yeah. more upfront sure. cost that's their new strategy 
Yeah. That's their new style. Wow. Okay. So they, they actually are, are, are effectively trying to bury themselves. They are activisioning themselves where they're focusing on the quantity rather than the quality. Of the yeah. Blizzard's whole thing has been quality in game. Yep. Yeah. That's always been their thing. It's always been quality in game. Like you said before, their Activision is showing. Yeah. 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 I think so, I think that was highly accurate. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think so. EA, I would say EA is showing. Their EA is showing. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a because <laughs> no, their Activision. EA is showing by way no, of their Activision. Well, like Activision though puts out quality content before the merger. They put out quality That's, content. They put out not Call of Duty. Where was it them? Yeah, they own Call, Call of Duty. Duty. Which, which is just game after game that, of the and same that, bullshit. But, and that's fine. Using the same engine. I 100% agree. For many of them. I 100% agree. But they were still quality games. If you like that kind of game, those games were amazing for if you like them. The thing, However, did, did they release them too quickly? Yes. I'm not arguing that. This is clearly an Activision strategy. Yes. Being thrown at Blizzard to make more money. Yes. So that Blizzard makes more money. But the thing is, though, that the problem here isn't just that they're putting out stuff too quickly. It's that the quality control has dropped drastically. Sure, when you're throwing out that many games and developing that many things, you right. can't focus on well, one topic. You topic. can, but you need to spend more money to get more people well, that's to, not the point. to keep the thing. But I'm saying that you can, you can combat speed. <laughs> you can combat speed. But uh, they're obviously not... Yes, you're right. That's not the point. They're trying to make more money. But at the end of the day, you're going to make less money putting out that many games if nobody believes in the quality of your Here's stuff. Here's the deal. I would love to say you're right, but Activision and EA use that same strategy and notice who's on top. You've got a problem. Here's the thing. Who's on top money-wise? Obviously, they're not on top for our trust in them. Yeah. But they don't mm. give a fuck about that. Well, I think at the end of the day, like just based on based on what's been happening with Activision Blizzard over the last couple of years and this event especially, I, th- I think it's time that maybe Blizzard looks at becoming autonomous again. I don't know if they ever needed Activision. No, I, I I think Activision probably needed them more, and I think they still need them more. But but I think in this case, I I bet from a legal standpoint, there's probably some melding of properties that's happening in the background, and I highly suspect that this was not a an all Blizzard endeavor to create this Warcraft three thing. So oh, I, I, I think, I think Activision had a heavy hand in it and I think there's looking to cash in. And, uh, and I think that's also probably why people within Blizzard haven't had a lot to say about it because they're not, they're trying not to trash the other side of the business, uh, you know, sort of spiting the hand, so mm-hmm. to speak, you know what I mean? And, uh, and, and I think that's probably tricky to do. So in the future, I believe we will see Activision Blizzard split again eventually, but I hope. yeah, I yeah. don't think so. It's I events, think, it's I events that... like this to push them closer to it though. No, I don't think so. I think that's a pipe dream, unfortunately. No, yeah. What 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 do, what do they need Activision for? Uh, well, here's what will happen: if people at Blizzard honestly didn't like the changes, they would leave and they would form another company. That's what that is how the market operates. Like that's how this true. Like whenever true. Yeah. gaming studios start doing bad, the employees depart. Yeah, and they go to make a new studio, and then that studio does well until it has a turning point where it becomes it makes the, the same mistake. Yeah, it makes the same mistake. Yeah. Um. And I think that those mistakes are getting made when people at the top are getting ready to cash out. Yeah. I think that that's when it is. They're like, I've got five years, and then I want out. Well, we just Let's saw this make with... a shit ton of money. I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, we just saw this with Archetype Studios, right? Because there were previous Bioware people in there. And uh, people who had worked on, you know, Knights of the Old Republic and, and Mass Effect and things like that. Now they've moved on to Archetype Studios with uh, with Watsi. So it's going to be interesting to see how uh, similar similar to that, if a similar scenario happens with uh, Blizzard and Activision. I suspect it will. Yeah, but um, speaking though to what you said, Adam, that, that, that's a hard conversation to broach. Only 
based on the side the like the side of things that where you're like okay you can pump out more stuff and you can make more money based off of the quantity but when your quality drops though eventually people get to the point where they stop purchasing your product yes but if you think about it this way what their new strategy is the games that are air quotes flops yeah. still make money Think about the amount of money and effort they put no, into Warcraft 3. I, I get 3. it, and I'm not disagreeing with you. That's they are the thing. still going to make money on Warcraft 3 Reforged. Yeah. Because even though they got all this backlash and so many people refunding it, yeah. they don't need all They're just not going to make as much. Yeah. And then what's going to happen is they're going to get that one game that makes them a metric fuck ton of money, and that will be the winner. But the rest will just get a little bit of extra money. Yeah. So they're even there, if all, if all they have to do is make sure that their flops fail forward fail forward yeah yeah i know it but like um ea also just as a quick thing the reason why ea is on top has nothing to do with the games that we play oh dude it's like fifa oh yeah for sure yeah yeah, yeah. so it's fifa like, madden yeah, yeah yeah so anyway uh so we'll move on then let's do the birds of prey so because uh, we're about we're about half hour in i just want to make one quick one quick adjustment yeah the the am crossing it wasn't the game that was delayed it was the special console edition Oh, that makes sense because it's being produced in China. Yes. Yep. Okay. Very good. Very good. Okay. So anyway, we'll move on to Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley of one Harley Quinn. Woo-hoo. I think I got that right. So you guys saw it this weekend? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah I saw it last night. So what, what are your initial thoughts? Where are you guys at on it? It definitely isn't the best you know it's not some fantabulous like the best movie of all time yeah but i enjoyed it the whole way through yeah i had a good romp good my whole thing has always been like pair the movies to what's come beforehand right from those kinds of studios so if it's like marvel movies they're all lumped in one category and then dc and dc DC. is lumped in its own category which has like dc is like the uh uh, I opened up a bag of like I don't know what fucking uh, <laughs> like cheesies. Okay, and then they went everywhere. Okay, and then I rolled in them, <laughs> and that's kind of been DC to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's been. <laughs> that has been DC comics movies have yeah, been yeah. that, with the exception of like one or two. Okay, and I'm not counting the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Those yeah, were great. Yeah. And the, but the thing is that those were, that was a trilogy where they they got in the best mercenary they could buy. Yeah. And they're like, make us something great. And he did. And as soon as he left them with that nugget, what did they do? Now let's piss out everything else, guys. It's going to be great. (laughs) Because they just assumed at that point that they're going to print money, but they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Or Um, or that just making something dark and edgy would bring in the money. Because that that was Man of Steel, right? And then uh, Man of Steel did did well enough, but it wasn't a great movie by any means. Yeah. And then, um, so now we, then we had Suicide Squad, which... I mean, if you didn't feel like you wanted to be a part of the Suicide Squad and the fact that you wanted to die by the end of it, I don't know what movie you were watching. <laughs> <laughs> they, they made the experience very immersive. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Some, um, of, some of them committed suicide, kind of, yeah, by yeah. going into situations they couldn't get out of. <gasps> I know. <laughs> but then uh, then, the, then we had, like, Shazam I actually liked. I thought Shazam that was, was a good, good. Yeah. Um, It's because it was heartfelt, too. I found too. Shazam to be meh. It, it wasn't amazing, but it was like... This is a good DC movie. Yeah, yeah. That's true, but that still was not enough no, to, I'm not, for me no, to go, on. Oh. I'm not out there going, everyone go see Shazam. It's an amazing movie. Yeah. You know? like, I'm like, see Shazam if you like DC movies. 
because this is how an actual movie is made. It was it was a it was a bit pedantic, I think, but overall, I think it was probably one of the higher quality. Yeah, yeah. DC films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And as far as it. like origin stories, it was not. Yeah, bad. yeah. It was so good. But so good. Uh, then we have this movie come out, uh, Birds of Prey, and uh, I have to admit it was a great movie in the sense that it was like way above my expectations and like you i did not sit there at any point and go i was i was never taken out of the movie because of quality yeah or a story even it all felt very enjoyable to me mm-hmm. to actually sit through and, and watch it and i i had no complaints i don't think it was the most amazing movie ever no but i don't think that that's even a fair argument because it, it is what it is it's a comic book movie and i'm not saying that in like a huge disparaging way but like comic book movies have a certain track record, right? Yeah, but it's also based on mainly on a character who came from Batman the animated series debuting in 1995. You know what I mean? So right. it's not even like a comic book origin character, really. It no. just came Harley Quinn came from the animated series. She wasn't in the comics, right? Yeah. So really so interesting. It was it was fun seeing this character put on screen and played by Margot Robbie who did a good job oh, I think in Suicide Squad. I think it was like one Absolutely of the only good characters. Yeah. Uh, and she did a phenomenal job in this movie, and all of the other characters that are the Birds of Prey were fantastic, yep. I thought. I mean... All- they got the shovel a bit, but... Yeah, they did. They did get the shovel a bit. You're right. And they- the title very clearly shows who's the main character. Right, yeah. And I mean, also, it probably plays a role that she's also one of the producers on the, sh- oh, on the movie. Oh, Yeah, yeah. Oh, Margot right. Robbie was, yeah. Um, but... Ultimately, though, she didn't hog the spotlight. No. She stole the spotlight in certain scenes, but she didn't hog it. And that was good. Um, and it felt like there was enough comedy because it is a Harley Quinn movie. So there, there is an element of comedy there. Not an but, element. This movie is yeah. dunked in comedy. Right. It is. But it like, is it, a comedy. It, it's its own flavor of comedy. It's but dark. like, yeah. There is a. Um, all, all I'm trying to say is that at the end of the day, Yes, it's worth your money. Yeah, yeah. I, I would absolutely recommend going to see it. I think my favorite part that they do a good job of is Harley Quinn is a terrible person. Yeah. yeah. Without oh, yeah. a shadow of a doubt. And yet you root for her. Yeah, yeah. well, they, they, at no point did they try and sponge that out of her character. Either. No. Like, there was multiple times where you're like, wow, you're a shitty person. But you're like, I'll see what she does next. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you can't help but love her. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Great. And they established too that she had spent, however, many of the previous years of her life establishing a criminal enterprise with the Joker, right? Yeah. So they they allude to it, uh, and the fact that um, obviously Roman Sionis is running the sort of uh, Black uh, rival yeah. rival uh, oh, organization. Black you know Masks. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah. Ewan McGregor's Black Mask Such was fun. A great job. That was fun because like he felt like he's like the rich kid crime boss. Yeah, like, yeah. Am I the only one that felt David Tennant in his in him? Like I was reminded of David. Yeah, Tennant. a little bit, a little bit. I could see that. Yeah, yeah I, like the I blow can, ups. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it, and definitely in the blow ups, especially when you compare him to like with how he played uh, in um, Jessica Jones. Oh, the man in yeah, purple. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so like, yes, I could definitely see the crossover. Like, but, like here's he, a man who's not getting his own way, and it's like just a flat out temper tantrum. I just like it. a straight up temper like, tantrum. There, the, it is so hard. To see that kind of character and still have an, an ounce of, like, this guy's actually, like, a legit villain. Most of the time it's like, okay, this guy's, like, a brush off. Fuck him. Like, nobody gives a fuck. But, like, the way that Ewan McGregor executed it, I was like, this guy's still a villain. He has got some serious, like, 
temper problems and stuff like that. And you and there's moments where you don't take him seriously because of it. But at the end of the day, when he tries to actually do something, you're like, okay, he's like a, a credible threat. Yeah. He he feels like a credible threat while still having like a multi dimension of character. And I think they kept to him well in the comics because that's really what he's like in the comics. He's a guy yeah. who, when he's clean and organized, he's clean and organized. But yeah. the um, fraction of a second later, he yeah. will lose his shit, shoot the person immediately next to him, yeah, and then be like, clean up his fucking body. We're going to get this done. Like yeah. he, he has this outlet where he just has to let go of his rage and do something crazy. Yeah. And that's kind of what made him famous. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, him aside though, like, Oh, focusing on the actual characters of the story being the the birds of prey yeah uh fantastic i felt like each character got screen time to develop the only one that kind of fell off a little bit was the huntress but when she was on screen and doing her thing you knew she was the huntress yeah they kind of pulled her pulled her in at the end i think yeah they, little, they, they did but, yeah so but so, she's she's always hovering over the yeah. story so we should say uh, Huntress played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I didn't even honestly realize it was her yeah, until no, after I, I saw the movie. I, I I didn't even recognize her. It was bizarre. I thought she and did a fantastic I, job. She did character. awesome. And I looked it up afterwards. I'm like, holy shit, it was Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I had no idea. So obviously yeah. she came from Scott Pilgrim a long time ago and also the um, Clover 23 Cloverfield Lane or whatever. Yes. That it was yes. called? Yeah, yeah. So, she was awesome. In oh, that. that was an amazing performance. Just yeah. flat out is incredible. And then uh, Rosie Perez. Great turn in this. I was really glad to see Rosie Perez playing a role that's basically her. <laughs> so where, where did Mendoza. she come from? Other, I've seen her in other things, but I can't. Originally, remember. her original, original role that kind of made her big was uh, White Man Camp Jump. Uh, I don't yeah, know. yeah. So that was like the old Woody Harrelson. I've, yeah. I've seen her in other places. I don't know where, though. Uh, she was in Pineapple Express. She played a cop in that. Oh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She plays a good cop. She does play a good cop. And, and I think, too, that they allude to the fact that she's like this... 80s one-liner spitting you know like a detective type character that like they they mentioned it in the movie and that's basically what she plays oh exactly so it was it was perfect for her great choice on the shirt that she gets like early on (laughs) i shaved my balls for this she's wearing it in the chief's office and he's like you realize we have a dress code right i I love that she wears it for pretty much the rest of the The movie after that the entire movie up until the end yeah oh i love that yeah because it just shows like they're they're you know, there's some reference there, which I really like. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, they did a good job with that. And those are all the big names. Uh, Journey Smollett Bell, uh, she's been in a few things as well. She did I a good job as Black Canary. Don't know who she is, but I, I love her. Yeah, she did a really good she job. She did a great job. Yeah, uh, yeah. The one thing I actually really, really loved about Black Canary is that they did not define Black Canary by her power. They use it once in the whole movie. Yeah, that's right. And I, I'm not going to say when or anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to spoil it. But like, and she's, a, she's a badass for the entire movie. Yeah. Her yeah. mom and her... <laughs> One of their largest features was that they were supposed to be some of the best martial artists. Yep. Yeah, that it wasn't really. They weren't always about their their power, right? But like, I mean, in recent iterations, when we see her, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, right. And I was glad to see that they did not use that as a crutch. They used that as a device. Yeah, right. which I thought was a fantastic way to do it. Yeah. So throughout the movie, obviously, she used you know her singing talent, her subversion, her fighting. She did all these things to try and make it work right, which is really cool. Uh, the biggest surprise to me was Chris Messina as Victor Zaz. So he actually came from the Mindy <laughs> yeah. the Mindy Kaling project, uh, where he's like sort of a doctor love interest on that show. People would know him from that, and uh, and he plays an absolute psychopath in this. So which yeah, is great. It was wild. Oh, Zaz's so. perform like as the character, but like the performance of that character was on point. Yeah, he did great. Movie. He did yeah, great. Like a lot of this movie was just people being on point for their characters. Yeah, Margot Robbie, phenomenal fucking job. Yeah, I would say it's like, one of the better casting jobs 
like, I think I've ever seen in a, in a, in a film. Sure. It was so good. It was I spot mean, e- on. Even the even the kind of child actress that was in it, she did a good job playing the role. I mean, she didn't do a lot, but. Yeah, Ella J. Basco, I think her name is. Yeah, yeah. and it, didn't, I, she's didn't not take, really. It, she was a good young actress. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't take me out of it. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you did your job. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, and, and it was sufficient. Yeah, um, the hyena killed it. <laughs> that looked totally 3D. It What's was. That? It yeah, was yeah. totally 3D. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was yeah. just animated. It, it yeah. wasn't super um, like immersive. Like the th- whenever I saw the hyena, I was like, "That's obviously a 3D thing." Well, yeah. But at the same time, I was like, it's in so little of the actual movie, I just didn't care. Well, yeah, because like, it's just a, it's just a joke. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah. 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 So like, at, at one point, well, I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but anyway, we it's yeah, her well, entire joke on on her <laughs> terrible breakup with Joker. Right, yeah. right, right, right. And, well, I mean, and, the whole movie that's an <laughs> accent of that. right? Yes. Yeah. This but, it's essentially like a breakup empowerment you know, film. I, I kind of like <laughs> it. Was. Here's the deal: is I know it sounds strange to say, and it pro- I shouldn't be the one saying this, but I feel like it's a great women's movie because I mean, I go through it too. So there's yeah. no there's nothing wrong. There's no unique sexism thing here. Yeah. But I love how it goes through this. You know, this woman taking this breakup so. Poorly. And that's yeah, what yeah. this entire thing is about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's just trying to figure out her way after. I, lo- I love the grand gesture yeah. of trying to <laughs> yeah. trying to prove to the world that her and Joker officially broken up is to absolutely explode this huge chemical plant where she where she <laughs> took on the mantle of Harley Quinn. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was pretty brilliant as well because it's an awesome explosion happening. It and, was, uh, but everybody who sees it is like, oh. Harley Quinn and Joker broke up. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they all know. They it's all knew, so yeah. funny. I kind of like the. Um... When when they show the explosion for her, it's all colorful and it kind of reminded me of uh, what's the space one with Star Lord? Oh, Guardians, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. it kind of had that. Oh, but yeah. in my mind, that was what she saw in her mind. But in reality, it was just a terrible explosion. Oh yeah, yeah. like classical. Well, like, yeah, yeah. well, the next time you see it, it's just like black smoke and flame, <laughs> and just like it's like, oh god, what the fuck are we gonna do with this thing? It's like a chemical fire. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, for her, it was just, it was fun. And I, and I enjoyed the, uh, so then it becomes open season on her or whatever. And I loved that whole sequence of, of events that happened there. And oh, just great. how yeah. she keeps lucking out over and over and over and saying like, oh, it's because of skill and careful planning and, and, and you know, thinking on the fly and all this stuff. When really all she's trying to do is like protect the sandwich. Like it's. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish there was one thing that I wish they had done the entire movie. I wish that they kept that joke going. Yes. And that they just, she constantly had the, because. You know, there, there's the John Wick thing where it takes place in one night and he just never has time to yeah. stop. Right. Yes. I wish that they had kind of done that yeah. and that the entire time she carried this sandwich with her throughout the entire movie. If she had yes. that sandwich, And then at the end, she yeah, finally yeah. got to bite it. Yeah. That, yeah. To, like, that's what they did, but that it wasn't was actually, the same sandwich. It's funny you yeah. say that. I wish it was the same one. One of my only gripes driving away from the film when I was coming home is I wish there were more, more jokes that went all the way through the film. So yeah. that, that's, that was my only gripe regarding the comedy. And there was some there was a, some really funny comedic moments, but it was a lot of dark comedic moments, which yeah. not everybody in the theater laughed at. I did, loudly. But uh, <laughs> I do enjoy so, going with you to the theater because I know that if I'm ever laughing, you're laughing louder. Oh, yeah. So I never yeah, I I like I'm, loud I'm, theater, I'm never the guy disturbing shit. It's yeah, yeah. you. And it's <laughs> true. fantastic. It's true, man. Like, a few you times Star I've Wars, I was laughing yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, I know. Exactly. And I was like, <laughs> I look over and I'm like, I don't know why he's laughing. And I'll, I'll also laugh at things that like, just, just, funny just hit me as stupid. Yeah. Like when we're watching yes, Star Wars. Join the dark side. <laughs> like I got I got a chuckle out of seeing like Palpatine hanging from his stupid little mechanical arm <laughs> in Star Wars 9. Adeptus Palpatine? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is just 
fucking dumb. It's like, just oh, fucking dumb. Palpatine's like, like, trying to be Glados again. <laughs> Palpatine Mechanicus. Yeah. And in the background, I'm just thinking, Sheev. <laughs> That's what's so funny to me. It's just, it's just stupid. Anyway, uh, anyway, I digress. But uh, and so, so yeah, we already we already touched on you, McGregor's black mask, Roman Sionis, uh, absolute piece of shit in the film, which is so cool. And uh, and they did a good job with him as well. You love to watch him, but you love to hate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, it's like all I could think of. I'm like, this guy just played Christopher Robin. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm like, he just played Christopher they Robin. Filmed about and now, the same time, yeah. yeah. And then now, and now he's playing this like terrible person. Here's yeah, the yeah. deal: I thought he was a bad actor when I first started seeing him in the Star Wars movies, which kind of made him famous. Yeah. Over time, that has changed because yes. he's done a lot, of, and he did a lot of bad movies for a while. There, <laughs> have you ever seen him in Moulin Rouge? Yeah. No, no. Oh my god, it's so good. It, it so it's a, it's like a musical. There's like a lot of music. I know what Moulin Rouge is. Yeah, yeah. I, not everyone does. Uh, phenomenal time watching him in that movie. Yeah, it's it's, it's so it's a great good. movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's to this day worth a watch. He's he's the main so. the main guy in it, and uh, that and then the original Train Spotting I quite like. I never saw Train Spotting two. Um, oh yeah, did you ever see that, Adam? Train Spotting one, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. I watched that. Yeah. 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 Choose life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's clearly proven that he has a wide range. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I respect him for that. Yeah. I, I'm actually interested to see how he's going to be in his Obi-Wan thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time since he had the mantle of Obi-Wan. But I think that right? he'll do a lot more this time because I think he's got people backing him that aren't just be like, read these shitty lines. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So what is there we... anyone that was hugely, other than me, who was hugely impressed with the action sequences? Actually, like the, the, the martial yes. arts combat. Oh, yeah. No, excessively. I love them. Yeah. I love them. Oh, you said hugely impressed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm on the same page, dude. When she got the baseball bat <laughs> in, that, in that, oh my God, it, she went fucking ham on those guys. Oh, it was great. It was so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I also like that they didn't make a huge deal whenever she did pick up a gun, it was rare. When she did, yeah, but, uh, and it was to prove a like to yeah. end a certain sequence, right? Yes. They did a good job of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it so was responsible. It was, that was good, but yeah, no, like all of the fight scenes were beautifully choreographed. Yep, yep. And it was like they did not, and they didn't even try and cover them. There was a lot of continuous shots yep. where I was like, "This is not shaky cam combat scene time." They this tried is to like, go for lo- long cuts and yeah, things like that. Like, it, it was nice to watch, and she does violence. A lot, but it's not, it's it's not even well. just her though. That's yeah. the thing. Is like the other characters when they step up, they step up in a big way. Yeah, yeah. I love. Should we go into? No, okay. no, no. I'm not going to get into it right now. But like even the huntress, I love uh, the colorful scene. Oh yeah, the... yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, the with the uh, grenade launcher. Yes, yes. So we probably should do a little bit of spoiler section here because I want to talk about a couple of the fights. Yeah, okay. So let's say right here. So yeah, we'll go ahead and timestamp it for now. So we we will get into spoilers here, uh, just just so everybody's aware. So jump out now if you still need to go and see the movie. But um, but yeah, dude, the 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 end fight sequence in the in the I don't know what it was. The it was the house of mirrors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's sort oh, of a fun yeah, house. It's, it's, it's a fun house, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that, that whole sequence, I've never seen a fight sequence like that. With the, There was all, all these different surfaces they're bouncing off of yeah. and running through and it just... It, they just... beautifully used the actual terrain yeah. to, to help choreograph the sequence, and I thought it was a phenomenal. It was so good. the only one that felt... I don't know whether she made this choice on her own, but... All the balls to her. She decided to do the entire last sequence in roller skates, yeah. including fighting. Yeah, that's insane. I, so I love when they pointed that out too. They're like, "When did she change her shoes? Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they when did, did she have the time it to so explain it?" Like, I'm like, "I don't no, care." That's no, not but the, like, the fact that they do a nod to it and then just forget about it after that, I thought it was just like 
it was the perfect it, it felt right yeah, it yeah. felt for right that movie, for that man. movie oh dude it was spot on and uh on. yeah you're right though yeah doing all that in roller skates that must have been a bitch yeah <laughs> it's impressive yeah, yeah honestly I'm, I'm blown away she did such an incredible job i i, I i'm just blown away by her dedication to that role oh yeah <laughs> so she's a very serious they were actress. all very physical and, they uh, all did yeah. great action sequences it was some of the best action i've seen in a long yeah. time yeah yeah and I, it was so scaled down they're not fighting Thanos here. They're just yeah. fighting like like bad dudes. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, and I love that because they're they're doing they're fighting all the goons. That felt like it was like a comic book part. But the one there's two things I really like. First off, the grenade launcher sequence was also a favorite of mine. Yeah, it was like it was. Sweet. I could have watched that for the entire movie. Yeah, and I would have been happy. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. I'm dead serious. I totally agree. I, I would not have gotten bored like of the that. invasion of the police department. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was if it cool. was just her moving around uh, one by throwing, one, one by one, throwing yeah, yeah. things. Yeah, no. and I love that there was some that exploded in like glitter, glitter. and some that exploded <laughs> and, like, all the different colors, like, colors and stuff yeah. like that. I was like, this is so good. Oh, it was man. so good. It was and, great. And uh, the one other thing that I like that they did that uh, this is actually I will give DC credit over Marvel mm. that they did this. It was a movie about. <laughs> bad guys yeah and it at no point made harley quinn out to be anything but that's right and they know know what movie didn't do that venom piece of shit that's right that's right it's like or or punisher or probably blade coming up i mean there's so many films where where really you have a villain who's being a villain yeah and 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 they're gonna play it off as like a nice thing i mean i don't know punisher is kind of a weird area with me because i'm like there are things that yes is villainish but he is ultimately a good guy i think in my mind he's just has a very bad way of expressing how to be a good guy (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that is true uh but no yeah like that's the one thing that i've always been really annoyed with they've never nobody really makes a good villain movie at all they You're don't. Right. This and, this was and, a but, step up. But this was a villain movie, and at no point was she trying to be the good guy, except for with a personal relationship that she develops with the kid. Yeah. Other than that, I kind of like that the other three were heroes that were trying to do the right thing, and they just so happened to team up with Harley on this one. Yes. Because of certain circumstances, because they're all trying to protect the kid. Yeah. And Harley, really, for the most part in the movie, for the most part she is until the moments where she's like, oh, wait, I am a terrible person. Yeah. And she does a terrible thing, and then she kind of regrets it. But I do like the idea that the three are trying to be heroes, and Harley's never once tries to be a hero. Yeah. And then she's hanging out with them at the end, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're like, we're all going to be heroes together. And she's like, I'm going to bail out on this one. She's yeah. still a piece of Not shit. Not a hero. Yeah, yeah. I'm still a piece of shit. It was yeah. so good. And uh, and I like, too, that they sort of allude to the fact that she's just going to go fill the void in this criminal organization. Yeah. And, and that's her thing. That's her place, right? So I'm really yeah. excited to see if there is any tie-in here. Uh, into the grander DC universe with the new Batman coming up here and, and Robert Pattinson's version of it. It'll be interesting to see if any of this plays into it. So, or if it's just going to be its own standalone. I, thing. I think that uh, at this point now, it's doing standalone stuff in the comic book uh, series of movies is no longer an option. Well, it's, it's weird because, it because with the Joker, what we just saw last night is Joaquin Phoenix now just won uh, best actor Oscar yep. for, yeah. for what is essentially comic book role. I, I do not. Uh, that was like a hundred percent. Yep. That made sense to me. Oh, dude, it makes perfect. Like, oh, yeah. He did incredible. He did See, incredible. No matter what you thought though, about the movie, he killed is, it. I don't give it, it... The fact that it was a Joker movie meant nothing. Yeah. It could have just yeah. been Psycho name. Right. It could have been yeah. called Psycho. Right. 
And that's it. But yeah. Joker got people into theaters. That's all and made it, it a billion yeah, dollars. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, it was 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah. So, and, uh, so it's going to be interesting to see, because I think there is incentive now because of that, and the fact that Joker is the highest grossing rated R movie of all time. Uh, I think there is some incentive now to to just make a one-off standalone film. So potentially Robert Pattinson's The Batman could end up being that version just for Batman, uh, existing outside of this this other DC universe that's happening. I don't know. Yeah. Could go either way. It, it could, could be. Don't, don't get me wrong. Uh, I mean, I've I've been wrong on my predictions a bunch of times. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think that, that DC is in the market for that. I think they want to challenge Marvel. Yeah. I hope so. I think, I hope that ultimately they think of a good movie, and if they can fit it in, great. If they can't, don't do it. That's, yeah. No, I agree. No, but that's, they, that's, the, that should be your, your going in for everything, though. They so. need to focus on doing it right first. Yeah. They need to earn people's respect back. Yeah. There's some recent comments, too, just before we tie up the DC thing. There was some recent news, too, about uh, Henry Cavill saying something along the lines of he was never explicitly out as Superman, which is kind of an interesting thing. So the fact that it would come out so long after the news of him originally being out is Superman. I think he's Superman. A good Superman. And I think he is, too, but it would just be interesting to see him in, in a movie that's really worth it. <laughs> yeah, so. I think he's a great Superman. I have no problem with him being Superman. Yeah. I didn't mind Man of Steel. I think I have a better opinion of it than most people do. Yeah, yeah. Yep, For so. whatever reason. I don't know why. A lot of people are stuck on the Superman kill the guy. Yeah, I, that does upset me. But well, I, thought I, Man of Steel was a good I constantly film. forget he did that in the movie. I, I know, <laughs> I know a bunch of people, but like the few that I know that are like diehard DC comic book fans, that is the point they get stuck on. See, I think I'm but more upset shouldn't. when Batman does it than Superman. I don't know why. Well, I, I actually, I actually liked Ben Affleck's like jaded fucking ultra-violent Batman. I, I thought it was cool in, in uh, Justice League. That was very counter to literally Batman. Like mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. But but there is also, you know, uh, you know, like Frank Miller's Batman who shows up, you know, wielding machine guns. He doesn't he doesn't use them on anybody, but he shows up specifically to intimidate people. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and and I actually like that. So I like the, the sort of jaded, older, unhinged uh, Batman and uh, just really fucking dudes up in those but battles. But you realize the Frank Miller's Batman was supposed to show why Batman had to retire, right? Yeah. Like yeah, the yeah. whole point was him going too far. Right. It was right, right. showing that he went too far. That's what I want. I want Batman going too far. <laughs> I, see, I, I just want, the, I just, I've said this a million times, but I just want the Flashpoint Paradox in the live action series. See, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Ezra Miller as the Flash. Ezra Miller? Is that his name? Ezra. Yeah, he's, at, he's out as the Flash, though, is my understanding. What? He was just, he just cameoed in Crisis Point, or uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he, no he had a side-by-side with the Flash from the TV show. Oh my god. Oh, that's funny. Dude, they fucking pulled in everybody for that. Like, he, everybody, everybody. Yeah. That's so cool. What was that What was that in? Uh, in the Flash TV show. Flash was, in Crisis was, on yeah, Infinite yeah. Earths. Oh, okay, yeah, because I haven't gotten to that yet. I've actually been watching the Flash. Oh, no, this is, they took all of the... DC TV series that started with the Arrow, yeah, because yeah. Arrow sort of spawned off. Yeah, the, the, Arrow. the Arrowverse. The Arrowverse. Yeah. yeah, Arrow is done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And during and for their fi- final finale, finale, they did the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, really? And that's sort of how they ended the Arrowverse, the Arrow show. Yeah. And they did a cross platform on all of them, so they had one episode from this show, one episode from another show. In order to watch the entire series, well, they've been doing that though. They've been doing that in other throughout, like the Flash. There's been a lot of episodes where it's like 
some like you have to have watched the oh, other yeah, yeah. show to to get that. Yeah, so. but this it, one's it, even more like it's all one that's story. Well, you this, have to this watch is all this is the end of the the Arrow story arc in yeah, this yeah, universe. Yeah. So th- this particular event was so. Yeah. And, and my understanding is they did really good justice to it. Yeah, I think it was still TV drama and sure. TV acting, so it's not the best thing on the on the planet. Yeah. But honestly, they put a lot of effort into it. Yep. It's great. They brought a lot of... They brought Kevin Conroy... Kevin Conroy? Yeah. Kevin Conroy yeah. in as Batman. That's crazy. The first time he's ever been visually the Batman. Good for yeah. him, man. Which is great, and I loved him, because he was a Batman that went too far. Yes. Hell yeah, man. Uh, and I'm then, sure you love that, too. Yeah, they brought in Adam... I forgot his name. Brandon Ralph as Brandon, Superman yeah, yeah. as yep. well. Yep. So he uh, there was a scene where he played Adam... And yeah. Superman in the same scene. Oh, that's oh, really? crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, was Dean Cain in there? Did they get Dean Cain? Which one's Dean Cain again? He was uh, Lois and Clark Adventures of Superman. No, he is not in there. Okay, no. interesting. Uh, they did bring in for a small cameo, I forget his name, uh, Tom Tom Welling? Oh, from uh, Smallville. Smallville. Yeah, yep. they brought him in for a quick cameo. That's great. So they kind of gave you his closing arc, like what happened to him at the end. Yeah, yeah. Oh, neat. He became Superman for the last six, sec- six seconds of the show. That's what happened. Actually, they, they do a great one because he's... Uh, basically what happens is Lex Luthor gets a hold of something that allows him to jump dimensions yeah. to all the different worlds. And that's not the main story arc. That's just something that happens for one episode. Yeah. And <laughs> he goes around trying to, there's supposedly a Superman that is the destined one that is meant to be a part of the Christ. Oh. So he's going around trying to find all the Superman and kill them. Yeah. <laughs> and using the power that he now has yeah. where he can literally change time and fate. Yeah, and he goes around all the different dimensions, meeting all the Superman, finding them, and he meets the one in Tom Welling, and he's like, he shows him, you know, uh, Kryptonite. Yeah, and Tom uh, Tom Welling is just kind of like, okay, he's kind of like takes it and throws it. Yeah, yeah, and he's just because he's just on his on his farm. He's yeah, just on his farm in his regular outfit. He's not in Superman outfit. He's just yeah. Smallville. And the guy's like, what What the fuck just happened? That should have affected you. He's like, no, I gave up with my powers. Oh, with that, it came. I'm immunity to this now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, wait, you gave up your powers? He's like, yeah. And then he just clocks him in the face. Because he's still a big farm, <laughs> God, farm yeah. dude. Yeah. He's like, huh, even with all my powers, I'm still, I'm still stronger than you. <laughs> like, I'll still kick your ass or something like that. Yeah. And the Lexus is like, well, this is no fun. And he just leaves. That's yeah, hilarious. that's fantastic. The that's fact hilarious. that he just leaves and doesn't just like spiteful kill the guy. I like that. No, it's just like Luther's like, oh, this is this is it's this is pointless. The... There's no point. There's he's, no fun. He's in not this. even he's not even super bad. Like I'm not proving anything by killing this guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's great, great, great little cameo. And then oh, yeah, the man. the other Flash shows Wild. up as well for a quick Wild. little filler. I actually really like the guy who plays the Flash in the Flash show. Yeah, I actually think he does a fantastic job playing Barry. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we finally had another DC discussion, so we don't get to have him too often. And uh, and I know the DC fans are going to be appreciative of the fact that we took some time on it to really show it some love. For the last half hour or so. Nice. Pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. Okay. Then I guess we'll get into some uh, playing and watching. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Got the playing and watching here, but I suspect it's, like you said, I think it's going to be heavily Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> and uh, actually, I got some facts and figures here uh, to kind of kick it off, because uh, I know that's what we're going to talk about here. Um, so interestingly, the last Star Wars installment in film, which was Star Wars Episode Nine, uh, grossed something just over a billion dollars. So it grossed less than $1.1 billion, which is less than um, um, Last Skywalker, which did $1.3 in the box office. And then, of course, um, uh, Star Wars Episode Seven 
Force Awakens ended up doing over two billion uh, worldwide by the yeah. time it was all said and done. Oh, so, wow. so it is a situation of diminishing returns on that. So, but here's the crazy thing in terms of Star Wars properties that have made money. Obviously, Mando pulling in you know viewership for for Disney Plus probably did pretty fucking good too. Probably yeah. never hit a 500 mil there. But interestingly, uh, EA just posted one of their best quarters of all time. Uh, in fact, they were up 24% versus last year in terms of gross profit, and uh, and they attribute that to the 500 million uh, minimum expectation is what they're saying here that that, that they actually made off of uh, Jedi Fallen Order. And good. this is actually this is actually on the Motley Fool that I'm reading off of. So this is a story that's big enough in terms of money earned to uh, really turn investors' heads, good. and uh, and that's a really cool thing. You know what? <laughs> I want the game to do better than one of the movies. I want that to happen. It's that- well, it did better than Solo. <laughs> Oh, it did, it did just as well as uh, Rogue One. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, and and it's interesting Good. here because the, the, I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Actually. The risk here and going into this, and and the reason why it took EA so long uh, to go all in on a game. So before we had Star Wars, uh, was it one five one five or ten ten? Oh, fifteen fifteen. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and that was that was allegedly going to be a backstory of uh, of Boba Fett, Fett yeah. on on Coruscant, right? Yeah. And it never panned out. Actually, and I, I think, think I don't think it was fifteen or fifteen. It was something else. But yeah, it was on. something yeah. else. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and then and then, but the fear was is that EA does this. They go all in on a high, on a big budget single player title based in the Star Wars universe, which is what fans have been asking for. It's what we wanted was a game like Fallen Order. And then the the fear was that they'd go all in on this and then nobody would buy it, right? Yeah. Because everything has become so so multiplayer based. That nowadays. is so such a stupid mentality. But that was the mentality. I know, but that's such a stupid mentality. But look he, at Mass Effect. Look at Mass Effect. Yeah, diminishing no, 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 return no, no, on that. Mass Effect, but Mass Effect has been a terrible game. But look at it from recently. an investor standpoint. Sci-fi. You you, you shoot things and yeah. or club things yeah, as a sci-fi Star, guy. But Star Wars. And, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. This game had every opportunity to fail because it yeah. was backed by a company that has literally made the statement that single player games are dead. Yep. Yeah. Right. We True. know that that's one of their. So it was backed by that company, developed by a company that's only ever done, that's famous for their multiplayer versus yeah. shooters. True. Apex Legends and yeah. Titanfall. Yeah. True. Which I don't know if you played the most recent Titan, Titanfall 2, was actually a phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Game. They're, they're great. I'm not saying what they make are bad games, no, 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 yeah. but they definitely don't make this kind of game. But what I'm saying is Titanfall 2 single player, amazing fucking game. Sure. Yeah, yeah we should say that that was, uh, you're referring to Respawn Entertainment. Of course, they've done the Titanfall series, including Apex Legends and uh, and different games in the uh, uh, Call of Duty franchise because it's Infinity Ward people who formed it. Yeah. So, oh, really? Yeah. Is that how? Yeah. So yeah, these guys do Call of Duty, apparently. Yeah. Like, I didn't know about that part, but they do. Well, the founders were Jason West and Vince Zampella, who, oh, okay. who basically kickstarted the uh, the Call of Duty franchise with uh, Modern Warfare. Shit. Yeah. So this should have failed. I, I'm seriously. If you look at those points, yeah, this should have failed. Yes, but it turned out to be one of the best <laughs> games. Okay. Yeah. And, here and, we are. Uh, and I want to tell you something, Alex. This is actually kind of funny, and I think you're just gonna chuckle at this, Adam. Uh, I've known Adam. Pretty much my entire life at this point. Yeah. Let's just look at it that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have never been in a car ride with him from his house to another location where he wouldn't shut the fuck up about a Star Wars game. Oh, <laughs> it looks like Hollow Knight. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollow Knight, sure, fine. <laughs> but I'm what I'm saying though is like the fact that Adams talked that much and that passionately about a game in and of itself says something. Yeah, about the game. Yeah, so yeah. it was just like it was pretty hilarious in my mind yeah that happened i like i like jedi academy but for different reasons different reasons but i mean what i'm saying though is like i'm not even it's not even just a star wars thing there's only two games you've ever talked and didn't shut the fuck up about which and i'm not 
no, like World not like this. Starcraft. Not like this. Not like this though. Like not for like a single player game is what I'm saying. Yeah, there isn't one. Eh, I was I I say Starcraft because my favorite part of Starcraft is the single player. Fair, but I mean, this just doesn't normally happen. No. Well, I so, mean, to, to accomplish Souls? it this day and age. Eh. Yeah, I mean, but that that's even kind of its own thing. But even even this day and age, I think they had to make a true Metroidvania. Uh, version of Star Wars to make this happen and to make it work, I think, for fans. And and to that end, they've succeeded immensely. If, if so. you're liking Fallen Order, by the way, Alex, you should go back to Dark Souls. I know, I know. But the cool thing about Fallen Order is I can dumb down the difficulty and make it playable for myself. So I, I really haven't run into too many areas in the game where it's stopped me from progressing just based on combat alone. I'll let Adam alone. take this because I know where so. you're <laughs> So I almost quit playing the game. Why? By the time I was done, Bogano. Why? Because so Bogano being the first, the first, first non-tutorial. Yeah, player. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, basically, I showed up. Okay, I want to be really clear. What happened was, as you leave the one planet, the, the tutorial planet, yep. they're like, okay, I think you go to Bogano, and then right after Bogano, they go, okay, you get to go to two different places. Yeah, you get to choose where you go. Zephyr or um, Zephyr or D- Dathomir. Dathomir, thank you. Yep. First of all, Bogano, I made a mistake. Um, I didn't quite understand the combat. I treated it closer to Dark Souls. It's not quite Dark Souls. It's more like Sekiro's Shadows Die Twice. I found it to be mm, a Simon yeah. Says. I, later on, as I learned, yeah, it's more of a Simon Says than Dark Souls. Dark Souls is your enemy does a thing, and yeah. you have like 12 different ways you can solve it. There is no right way to solve it. Okay. You just have to figure out how you're going to solve it. Right. Everyone does it a little bit differently. In this game, you have to solve it the way the game intended you to solve it. Mm-hmm. If he's red, you dodge. Yes. If he's swinging, That's right. you push def- um, parry. L- L1, yeah, yeah, parry. Whatever, b- bumper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If if he's an enemy, and there are certain enemies, like, okay, if he has a tongue, you do pull. Yeah. If he's got an orb, you do push or pull, depending on that. Right. Um, if he's got, you know, whatever, and there's all different things. Oh, if he's shooting a rocket launcher, you push. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have to, it's, it, it is DDR. Or Simon says, yeah. you have to answer it exactly the way they. And you learn you your enemies it. as you go through it, and and to that end, when you when you save your game and and, and bring your health back, the enemies respawn. Yeah, right. You, even on the easiest difficulty, they respawn. So you end up fighting the same enemies over a few times as you explore an area, mm-hmm. which is fine. You you start to learn the patterns, you start to learn how they how they attack, and then it becomes very easy to bring them down. Yeah, and the the key is is I I treat it like Dark Souls, where like oh I can just dodge everything I want. Right. No. You just can't dodge all the time. You have to deflect. You can't dodge all the time, no. Yeah. No, they'll rip you up. I feel it's a lot more like The Surge, the way you're describing it. I've never played The Surge. No, you should check it out. <laughs> um, the, the other thing they do is, the other mistake I made was I kept thinking that double tapping jump would be a dodge. Oh, no. no so no, no. I was jumping <laughs> out of the way rather than dodging out of the way. And I was really confused <laughs> at the beginning because I didn't have an invulnerability frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I don't, how am I, like, the guy would go red, yeah, I yeah. would immediately jump, air quotes, out of the way, <laughs> but I couldn't jump far he enough. Getting smashed. I was oh just getting God. smashed, and I couldn't beat any, like, not everything, but like, yeah. if there was even a monster that was remotely difficult, right. I couldn't dodge its red, you know, big right. attack. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I can't figure this out. <laughs> so the whole first night, I got it on like a Friday night or something like that, and I played the whole night bashed my head in yeah, yeah. at uh, Bogano. Yeah, yeah. Just, I was angry. I was so angry. 
And, like, what the fuck? And I, I, I'm like, okay, I got to figure this out. Because I know it's like Dark Souls. I'm used to Dark Souls now. I'm just not getting it. There's something I don't quite have. There's a piece of this puzzle. Mm-hmm. And I watched a YouTube video of like tips. And someone's like, oh, dodge by pushing the B button. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? And I get back and I, oh, I notice dude. dodge is the B button. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. It has an invulnerability frame. I am so stupid. Is, isn't that like exactly there's that one chick who completed most of like the Zelda game and didn't realize that there was like, a dodge feature or something like <laughs> yeah. that? Oh, God. Boy, yeah. but th- there still is, even on the easiest difficulty, there still is a major difference. Like, you know when you could do something better because you're having a tough time and guys are beating on you a little bit. But you know... You definitely know the time where you've done it right. Yeah. So you run into a battle, you deflect a couple bolts, and it, it takes out a couple stormtroopers that are far further away, and then you take out the guys who are close to you within just a couple swings, right? And then there's oh, yeah. some really cool little like action sequences he does. If if you if you if you if you hit him just right, it'll go into one of these little action sequences. So like kick him and hit like him an in the midair. Type of thing. Yeah, 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 it's so very cool. reminiscent of uh, was it Shadow of Mordor? Yes. Yeah, oh, so yeah, yeah, very reminiscent. Here's the deal: is ninety percent of the enemies most of the stormtroopers and like Imperial troops will die in one hit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's about getting through their block. Yeah. Yep. That's what it's all about. And you know, you have it right. When all I can remember is this scene, there's this hallway in one of the areas on, I think it's on Zephyr. Yeah. Zephyr or Kashyyyk. Zepho. 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 Sorry. Zepho or Kashyyyk. And I can't remember which one it is, but there's this long hallway. And at the end of it is one of the Imperial, like black armored troopers. Yeah. Death from, troopers. Death troopers. Yeah. With, he's got the vibro thing with the purple. Yeah, yeah. Oh, are those purge troopers? Purge troopers. Purge troopers. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Oh, They're okay. badass. Purge troopers. There's uh, a, he's way at the end of the hallway and there's a bunch of troopers, but storm, regular storm troopers between me and him. Yeah. And they just start running. There's a few that are shooting bolts at me from yep. behind, like, you know, behind the enemy line. Yeah. They're shooting and I'm just immediately deflecting it, knocking yep. them out and I'm slowly walking down the hallway yeah, like, yeah. not on a sprint I'm slowly walking deflect deflect one guy meets me in melee goes to swing at me I immediately deflect it kill him in one shot yeah, throw yeah. him spin him out cut him in half yeah. next guy and I'm just I'm hitting every yeah. single beat along yes, the way yes. and it feels so good to it's do that so awesome, and then you get man. to the end and the death trooper is like let's do this motherfucker and you're yeah, like yeah. let's do this <laughs> Yeah, and he says things too. They're like, "You're done, Jedi." Like they say, and dude, it just it feels so fucking good when you hit those fights just right. And uh, honestly, it's even even like Force Awake, uh, Force Awakens, um, Force Unleashed didn't mm. didn't hit the the beats quite like this because no. that was just like you were just a guy sort of spamming attacks, you know, in that right. Yeah. In this, you're actually involved in like a one on one battle, and it feels this so technique. fucking good. Technique, yeah. It feels so good, and and I just can't believe like I I haven't felt compelled. To hundred percent a game in a long time, but I but yeah, Adam in, said this thing. But thing. in this game, I feel fully compelled. I keep going every little power that I get to progress yeah. in the classic Metroidvania style. I go back to the previous places to find out. Okay, what can I unlock now? What can I do? The thing now? is, it's all cosmetic. None of it, for the most part. Right. There are a few upgrades here in the yeah, essences yeah. or whatever. Very incremental. Very incremental. Yeah. But there are a few things that help you. But ninety percent of it is is cosmetic. I don't give a. Fuck, I just want to go kill more shit and explore yeah, yeah. more shit. <laughs> yeah. And I want to customize my goddamn lightsaber. Dude, the exploration too, man. Oh my god. It's it's just so good. Have you um so how far are you in, Rob? Not. Okay, okay. So there's there's the second time you go back to Zepho, uh you have to go into like an underground there's like uh there's two main Jedi temples on that planet. 
the first one is a little bit more like a temple, and yeah. then the second one is just sort of it's a, it's a large cavernous area that sort of opens up into different places. And dude, I just I can't believe like how a how gorgeous these areas are. Oh. Even even on my aging oh. original PS4, they're fucking gorgeous. You should see some of the depictions of like old Jedi temples because a lot of them are not very temple esque. They're they're built into natural edifices of like. That's how this shit. is. That makes yeah. sense. That's exactly yeah. how this is. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, because yeah. they're supposed to have a very natural e feel. And the puzzles are even becoming do. the yeah. puzzles are even becoming at the point where I'm at now a little bit more environmental, cool. uh, which is really fun too. Um, and the puzzles are good, actually. The puzzles are challenging. I've had some fun with those. Yeah. And uh, they're doing a good job. How far have you gotten on Rebels? Have you finished that yet? Just about. Just okay. about. So, example of a really good Jedi temple that has that natural feel. Yeah. Uh, the first one that Ezra and Kanan go to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is like. a really good one. Yeah. 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 Actually, it's very similar. Yeah. I wonder, yeah, they must have used that. Out of curiosity, that. in any of those shows, because I know that the ninth sister is mentioned. There's a bunch of sisters. Uh, Do they the sisters mention the second sister in anything else other than this game? Uh, yes, I think so. Woo! There's I a, love me some there, second sister. There's a, oh, so there's a couple <laughs> of characters that show up in the comics only. Yep. Uh, a couple that show up in some of the books. Um, I, I know that in Rebels, the seventh sister is big in the in the Rebel show. Yeah, She's the one with okay. The, with the ID droids. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a couple of others. So the, some of the members of the Inquisitorial squad you haven't met because they're in other mediums. Yeah, but you'll. I think if you like the one in the game, the ones in the game, you'll like the ones that show up. Okay, as good. Well. Um, I not not all of them are that good. The second sister has a the, the okay. The ninth sister is really just a brute you have to kill to yeah. get out of the way. That's yeah, right. um, and you do kill. Sorry, spoiler, but you do I, kill her. Yeah. It's very clearly yeah. right at the beginning. You yeah. meet her and you're like, she's clearly gonna die. Yeah, like, yeah. she's clearly a villain. Yeah, no, no, I, I know. I've 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 met the characters, so I know. Oh, okay. I'm not an idiot. I know that if there's a villain, I'm gonna probably kill them at some. If point. If they're dressed in black, you're gonna kill them at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, so she's but. The second sister is a very um, the story. The story isn't about the overall arcing. It's all about getting this holocron that supposedly has the names and locations of a bunch of hidden children, potential Jedi, Jedi potentials. Yeah, yeah. But that's to what restart the, whole, the that's, order. That's what the Inquisitorious Inquisitorial Department does, though. They, yeah, a they lot try of, to root that out. Yeah, they try and find yeah. other potentials and turn them into Inquisitors. Yeah, yeah. and that's kind of what's happening. So what's happening is you have Cal on the hunt for this holocron. Yeah. While you also have the second sister on the hunt for the holocron. Same hunt. Yeah, it's a race. Yeah. It's a race between the two. Mm-hmm. And so it's a really personal story for Cal. Because yeah. he wasn't a Jedi Knight at the start of this. No, no, no. no he's a, he was he's still just a Padawan. Padawan right. Yeah. And throughout so, the course of this, he regains and relearns. And there's some, really, so, there's some really poignant scenes between him and uh, and his master as well. So where he's remembering lessons that, that he had been taught, and that's how you regain a lot of your force powers, yes. right? And, and he's, so. a, he's a, um, his master's a, uh, shit, same as Zeb Aurelius, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, same as Zeb. Yeah, yeah. I forget what species oh, that is. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, but uh, it's really cool because they go back to those, and, and there's these very like sort of poignant teaching moments, right, where you get to kind of see him and his element, and yeah. uh, it's so cool, man. Like I just, I, I'm really like, I'm like really torn here. I I don't understand how like this video game nailed so many original characters, yeah, so perfectly, and I care about them. You know what I mean? And I'm compelled by their story, and I couldn't fucking care less about what happened in Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah, I didn't give a flying fuck. Like I honestly, I didn't give a shit. I didn't miss. Like I'm very compelled to find out what happens to Cal and how his story ends. You know, I, I really have to know. You know what I mean? Like I can't, 
I haven't been compelled by a character in in Star Wars other than Mando, of course. There's some characters in that who are very yeah. compelling, but uh, but the movies do not do it anymore nope. <laughs> at all. This honestly, this is a very and you learn it. At, I know the ending of the story, so but I'm, I haven't finished it, but I do know the I, ending. I, I okay. think I know what it is too, but I won't. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. yeah. Um. This is a very very personal story. Yeah. This is not a, an overarching the Skywalker trilogy. No, yeah. No, this is about Cal yeah. and Cal learning what it means to be a Jedi Knight. Yes, yeah, yep, yep. And what it means to trust and believe in the Force. And, and, and in doing so, we learn a lot more about it as well, which is the exciting part. So, yeah. And uh, it's really fleshing it out in a way that, that we haven't seen in, in a visual media uh, in ever. I, I actually <laughs> so really good. like the actor they have that plays Cal. I don't know if you. You're yeah, familiar. yeah, we, we should name him. So he's he's, he's on Shameless. Uh, yeah, he's phenomenal in Shameless. This kid is is, yeah, is he, he's just a good actor. Like all the actors, for by sure. the way, all the characters except yeah. for the alien ones are all motion exact captured. motion. Right. But not only just motion capture, they're face capture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they all look like them. Yeah, like no, the I know. Actors, yeah. if it's close. That, as that's possible. how I realized who who Cal, who played Cal. Oh, really? Yeah, because I saw him. I was like, oh, I know who he is. I didn't realize it at first until I was starting to notice, like, these are really humanoid-looking characters. Like, they're very human. Yeah. And their fa- I was saying to you, their facial expressions yeah. are great. Like, yeah. they've got great, like, little tiny movements in the eyebrows and the lips and the oh, eyes. Oh, dude, who's, who's the pilot of your ship? Grease. Grease? Dude, unbelievable. Like, oh. I cannot believe how good he looks in that. Like, he, it's the fully hair. convincing. It's fully convincing. When you see, like, his face has... Almost like a like a rubbery texture to it. So when he's when he's emoting, you can see like like j- parts of his face jiggling and stuff. Like yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. Nice. So they did such a good job on it. And and sorry, I'm I'm looking up as well the name of the actor. So it's Cameron Monaghan who plays uh, uh, Cal in Star Wars in Jedi okay. Fallen Order. So and he's uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He also played uh, a version. I don't know if he turned out to be the Joker, but he played a version of the Joker in yes. Gotham. Is that's right. him. That's yep. him. Yes, yep. I forgot all about that. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, he's a phenomenal actor. Yes, phenomenal actor. If, it's if... not the Joker, by the way. No, no, no. But it's they it's... said it's not the. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure it was just a version of it, but yeah, because that that would put him far before uh, Bruce Wayne's timeline is Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just wouldn't make sense. But uh, anyway, it's just interesting that that here's here's an actor, a mainstream actor, who has an incredible range. And uh, and he did all the acting for this, all the motion mm-hmm. capture, all the voice capture, everything. And uh, he's fucking brilliant. Like he's so good. Like oh, yeah. this kid, like he deserves an award I, for this. I would like to actually like, see so him good. show up in one of the shows or movies at some point as that character. That yeah, would be so and, and I don't know how it ends, but it would be nice to see a character like him maybe come into like you know I don't know. It'd be much later, but like Mando or something like that. It'd oh be yeah, cool. see, yeah. I don't I don't a hundred percent know. I have people have been talking about it around me but keeping quiet but you know there's always a little bit of conversation that i can like okay so they said this and this that means this um so from what i understand it sounds like at the by the end potential spoilers spoilers here potential spoilers that he there's some forward that he can do stuff later on after the game from what i understand um so i would like to see yeah be if he like disappears into the background or there yeah. is one character I think we're all forgetting that is the most important character in this entire series, in this entire game, BD One. Uh, <laughs> we gotta talk about BD One. This oh man, this droid. I love him, dude. He's I on point, man. Fucking love. He's this on droid. fucking point. So I awesome. love BD One. He is so cute. Yeah, horribly cute. There's there's scenes. So the way they do uh, loads loads are really fun. Because what happens, you go up to this, you know, kind of desk, kind of like you do in Mass Effect, and you find yeah. the planet, you select the planet, and then the ship takes off, and you can go near to the cockpit, and you can see your ship Everything. taking off and going yeah. into space. 
And then obviously um, you hyperspace. go into hyperspace, yeah, and, like, that's and that's screen. the loading screen. Yeah, yeah there, there are no uh, like classical loading screens in no. this game. And then so the two people to mask the loading screen will the two other characters will have dialogue. Yeah, yeah. C- Siri okay. and uh, and um, Greece, Greece, very Greece, yeah. a la Joker and Edie. Oh, totally. Yeah, oh, totally. totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And then at some point he'll go, "Hey guys, sit down. We're we're gonna take a landing soon." Yeah. So you sit down in your chair, and then it does the animation for you landing on the planet. It does the classic uh, side swipe or bottom yeah. swipe. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the Lucas swipe. The it's Lucas cool. swipe. It's yeah. cool. It's great. Or and then Lucas you land. Swipe. Sorry. Yeah. And so one of the things that uh, during one of these scenes where they're talking, I noticed BB, uh, BD1 will be on the console. Yeah. And you'll see him kind of do like a cat. He'll go up to one of the buttons. And just hit And it. look at it. And kind of, he, he's doing the classic where he's think, breaking his leg and moving it slowly towards the button. And looking at you guys. And looking at the button. <laughs> looking at you guys. Looking at the button. And then he pushes it and backs away like nothing happens. Like he, He's yeah. like, a, oh, no, no. and he backs away real quick. And no one notices. That's but... ama- I haven't even noticed that yet. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. And then there was one thing where, so how they do loading screens within the levels, right, is, is you pass through these uh, tight, tight areas yes. where he's kind of going through very slowly but there was one that I passed through and it shows so Cameron Monaghan or Cal <laughs> he ducks but then it actually follows BD1 going over up. the top into into the next screen I'm oh, like that's oh that's cool. fucking brilliant because yeah. he ends up back on a shoulder like he's always there you yeah. know what I yep. mean and that was just so brilliant he's I was so, very impressed by that so cute such a great and he does play an integral role a little later that's good though because like droids are supposed to be characters of their own. He is a character of his own, and you—he is not just a mechanism. So interestingly, yeah, one of the directors on this is uh, actually the director is Stig Asmussen, who was actually in—he uh, previously worked on the God of War series for uh, Santa Monica Studio for Sony. So interestingly, the, he might have brought over some of the same design philosophy yeah. into this because actually, it, it you does... know, now that I think about it, God of the latest God of War, especially. Yeah, feels very. I didn't play it, order. but was there sequences where he's passing through? Yeah, like thin areas are. where yeah. it's obviously yes. loading on the other I, side. I think actually the first game that I saw that did that really well, I think, is actually Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah, that that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, because that that was a persistent world too. Yeah. So it's interesting to see some of these modern design philosophies and just how well they apply to the Star Wars universe. It's exciting to see that uh, that they're finally branching out here a little. Oh bit. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's great. Um, it, I there's, I did I do have. Two gripes with the game. Let's do it. So it's not 100% perfect. First gripe is a minor one, but I still, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't like the, I love the combat system when it works, but I don't like the, I only have one solution to a problem. So it's it's basically a glorified version of quick time events to a small degree. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, okay. You have to dodge when the system tells you you have to dodge. You have to deflect when the system says yeah, you have to like deflect. Yeah, it's like a real time version of a quick time. Yeah. yeah. And then you have these moments where you have to swing. Yeah. So your choice of swing is a little bit different. But you can, you can mix it up just a little bit, though, with force powers. Force powers can help. They, they, they you kind mix of, it up a bit. They're kind of the variable, but the force powers aren't all-encompassing in battle. So particularly when you're fighting, like, the like the purge troopers, uh, when, when you use the force powers on them, it's very, very minute, very temporary. Yeah. They have very little effect. If you use the force powers on a standard stormtrooper, you can fucking, like, just... The oom them off the cliff. You now, know what I mean? Honestly, like straight up now, Elder Scrolls style. Now where I am in the game, I'll just see a stormtrooper and go, I'm not even dealing with you. Oh, and I'll dude, just, yeah, I'll I just, just push him right off the cliff. <laughs> yeah. like, you're gone. I did the same shit. I was like, see ya. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just stopped giving a fuck. And then there was one guy where I had the cliff behind me. Yeah, yeah. And I went, I'm not dealing with this guy. And I did pull and stepped <laughs> out of the way. That's awesome. <laughs> and he just went flying past me. I'm like, That's I'm not amazing. dealing with this problem. They, they're straight up fodder at this point, man. I love it. <laughs> and it's funny because when you kill a bunch of them, if there's like a bunch of them, they're like, we'll take him down. And then you get to the last guy and the last guy's like, am I the only one left? Yeah, yeah. They say shit. Well, they're I'll like... take you down. 
Like, he clearly is like, oh, shit, I'm He's fucked. like, you yeah. killed all my friends. <laughs> it's so funny, it's man. It's so sad. It would, it would have been really fun if they had somehow inserted a, a scene where it's like a firing squad of stormtroopers. And, like, all you have to do is stand still. Oh, no, they, they make jokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they joke sure about they it. Yeah. 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 Uh, True. It would they're just thinking though, like if they had done that, like it's like not even like a fully scripted event, but just the fact that like if you just go to this spot, don't move. Oh, yeah. and it would be like it's like one of those little Easter eggs. Like if you move, like everything just resumes as normal. But yeah, just like go there and wait. It would be funny. <laughs> any any other gripes? Uh yeah. Uh, why the fuck do I have to load Origin? <laughs> oh well, that's PC. Yeah. 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 So on on PC, obviously EA has their Origin launcher. Yeah. And they were like, hey, we're going to put this game out on Steam. This is going to be great. Everyone was happy. Yeah. Yes, please make... We are not like everyone else in the world. We PC gamers are used to a world... It's because of analytics. Oh, sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And DRM, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, so why the... F-? So I get it, but like everything's... You can get the analytics from Steam. Fuck you. Um, no, but they, they won't. They want their own. They want their yeah, own. Yeah. They want to slowly convince you to go right. to Origin. But the thing is, is what it does is you sign up for it. I had to sign up for an account, or I had to go find one of my old accounts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. When it first came out, I tried What a pain it. in the ass. Yeah. I went, got it, signed it, and then, so you boot up Steam, you push the play button, and then it loads Origin, and then minimizes it, and then automatically launches the game. I'm like, why am I doing this? You, why, what's the point of you putting it on Steam, you fucking assholes? Yeah. God, that's the worst. I despise it. I, I I even I think I messaged on Discord. I'm like, this is so stupid. Why is this a thing? Did, yeah. That was before I played the game. I'm okay with it now. <laughs> oh my god! I would still rather not be. Dude. That's ridiculous. But yeah, those are my biggest gripes. I think the combat is a bit locked down. Yeah, you have to do the thing they ask you to do. Yep. Otherwise, you will lose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all I right. Mean, but you know what? It's when you get it right. Yeah. It feels so good. My only gripe with the game is probe droids. You know what, probe droids? Fuck you. All I have to do is, st- like, you have to stand there for so long just to wait for them to fire, just to deflect. And you can't do anything else to them unless you can't pull them? Just pull them. I haven't tried yet. Oh. I just got pulled. Yeah. You can also hack them. Okay, you really? You can also hack the MK models. I have done that, and that's fun. So, because then they fight for you. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. The MK models are so good. So, the MK model, I think I got the right. MX, MK? Uh, I think they're MK. It's the one that was in Rogue One. That- Le- L-E? Leet? Oh, are you talking about uh, the one that K2SO? K2SO, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what was... Uh, I think it was an MK model. I think it is an Well, MK they're, they're security droids, basically. Yeah, they're yeah. security Yeah, they, they are. It's, uh, by the way, fun little uh, background on those things. Total lore moment. Oh, but, I love this. Uh, those are... The reason why they are called security droids is because it is illegal to have military droids now. After oh. the Clone Wars. So the loophole is, is like, no, 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 no. These are security droids. Uh-huh. Totally different thing. Yeah. But, yeah. but they're 100% military grade. <laughs> so droids. funny. That's so yeah, funny. It is so funny because they, they remind me of uh, the guy f- who played him in the movie Rogue One. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk's kind of their portrayal of it. Yeah. So the robot will come at you and it'll do this thing where it goes red, which is it's, it's, ter- it's yeah. telegraphing a move. Yeah. And it'll be like, it'll go calculated grabbing yeah yeah. that's a that's the thing though they're actually they are tactical droids yeah Yeah, they're kind of like grappling droids but yeah yeah, when when you hack them like i hacked one and it was still a hostile one in the room and they went at each other and it was just like a slap fest i just ended up killing them both i'm like i'm not gonna wait around for this i watched them for like two minutes and i'm like nobody's dying here it is so funny to watch because when they when they attack you they're like tactical grabbing beginning yeah (laughs) like they're very robotic yeah just Actually, it's funny. I I was in a room and there was a uh, 
there was a workbench in that room and those two were fighting in the background and I went and like fixed up my lightsaber. <laughs> I went and fixed up my lightsaber and did an upgrade to, to BD-1 and I turned around and they're still fighting. I'm like, okay, you guys are going to die now. So <laughs> I ran up and just sliced them and diced them. And, uh, and did you did you find the astromech droids? Yeah. You can fucking just cut them, th- cut them right in half, oh man. My God, I cut them like vertically right down the middle. <laughs> there was one half. scene where I open up a door. <laughs> I open up one of like the classic Imperial yeah. doors and there's just an astromech do- yeah. droid sitting there goes... <laughs> And then it goes to like scuttle away really yeah, yeah, quickly yeah. and it makes some like bloop noise. And I just yeah. go, now nah, fuck you. You're dead. <laughs> I just swiped it. <laughs> hey, dude, like it's the, the effect is so cool when you see him split down the middle. Oh, and yeah. you can see like the little the little embers sort of cooling away. Like oh, it's crazy, it's so man. Uh, at any point, do you actually encounter MSC droids, most droids? Not uh, yet. Not that I know. I haven't seen one. No, okay, yeah. I haven't seen one. I was just curious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'd force the wrong. There's one more planet I know I have to go to that is very Imperial based. Which one? I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, I hope it's Coruscant. No. No. Oh, shit. That's, that's going to be the second that would be one. Suic- <laughs> that would be suicide for Cal. Yeah, yeah. That, that'll, that'll be the next Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Coruscant. No, he goes to a place way worse than Coruscant. Really? Yeah. Hell way yeah, more man. suicidal. Hell yeah. But yeah, no, it's, it's oh. great. He goes to, what is it, Darth Vader's planet where he built his castle. Mustafar? Yeah, Mustafar. It's got to be Mustafar. I don't think it's Mustafar. Um, it's the place where they make the Inquisitors. Oh. Oh shit! Really? It's in, like fortress. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's not Mustafar. It's it's um, also underwater or something. Like that. Like, yeah. Okay. Oh fuck! What was that? I haven't I been. Actually, it's like a, it's like what? a remote I planet. I don't know if I know. It's not Solust or something like no, that. No, no, it's not a remote planet. Like there's a bunch of Imperials like all over the place. Yeah. I actually don't know if I know that. Okay. Answer that yeah. question. Yeah. Interesting. So but I'm looking forward to that. It it looks truly great. He builds. His, it, it's. It is fantastic and i love the what they do overall the message of the story and you learn it throughout the story it it just becomes more and more prevailing is um it's about perseverance yeah and constantly no keep trying keep trying to get better this isn't something where you're just going to be when that's that's the lesson that he's learning to be a jedi knight it's not about once you're a jedi knight you just are a jedi knight congratulations you're at the end of your journey no it's becoming the jedi knight it's becoming the jedi and guess what when you're a jedi knight you're still fighting you are constantly fighting fighting never stops for a jedi and and people and people begin to depend on you and 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 that's the whole kashyyyk yeah so which is almost like it felt like a side mission you know what i mean going to kashyyyk and yeah there's some amazing amazing sequences that happen going there and doing it oh my god like some of the some of the best star wars in a video game ever obviously a lot of like the trees and stuff like that right the rorschach trees and stuff no 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 no? no, no. okay i I don't want to know it's so good the 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 the, the first part of that 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 whole kashyyyk sequence dude will blow your fucking mind okay it's so good it's so good i'm excited and uh yeah dude it's 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 worth it but like the whole story is the the... oh wait yeah because this is the emperor Empire occupied Kashyyyk. Yeah. Yes. Oh fuck. So yes, the, you have some fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The main story is perseverance. That's what the lesson is learning is as a Jedi, you're never done fighting because even when you are a Jedi, you are always fighting the dark side. Yeah. You're always yes. fighting. And I don't he doesn't mean that just, just fighting with lightsabers. No, no, no yeah. No, like, you're internally fighting yeah. You're always fighting. Right. The struggle that's against the, the struggle. But yeah. And I love that because mechanically that's 
what the game is about. Yes. Perseverance. Yes. Lose. Get back up. Try again. And the game doesn't beat you up. Like, just as a mechanic of the game, it doesn't beat you up. Like, uh, I, I, I fall off of a lot of cliffs. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I'm constantly jumping and trying things I probably shouldn't. And then they they basically put you with no penalty whatsoever. A little bit and of health damage. Well, yeah, a tiny, tiny little bit. But they put you right back to where you jumped from, right? Yeah. So, but it's just enough of a penalty that maybe, like, you don't do it a hundred times. But I will try something multiple times until I get it right. Yes. And uh, and so there's, there's, a, there's a balance there they definitely struck. I'm guessing it's a little bit easier for me on the easy mode uh, than it would be for someone playing it a little bit harder. Uh, but I'm sure the health penalty uh, is I'm, worse. I'm only playing on Jedi Knight. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm going to go with higher difficulties now because I lowered it at the beginning because I was like, yeah. I didn't understand the combat. <laughs> is this going to be your new Hollow Knight? This is going to be... Uh, I, I'm going uh, to get be. harder. It's it's it going to get be. a lot harder for yeah. me. Good. I, I experienced... I'm starting... I did the... I went down to story mode for yeah, a while yeah. because right after Bogano, yeah. I jumped straight to Dathomir. Oh, God. I haven't <laughs> even been to Dathomir. I'm afraid. <laughs> no, I went straight to Dathomir. The game... That's got to be fun. You know Dark Souls 1 where there's... You go towards the way you're supposed to go and then, or, or you, you go can to, go downstairs. Or you can go to Poison Town. <laughs> or you can go to Poison Town. I yeah. went to Poison Town. <laughs> yeah. And I just... I sat there. I'm like, oh, my God. What is going... This is the game? I suspected that'd be the case so i went straight to zepho <laughs> oh see, i didn't know that i went i did just like here choose one i went okay i like the red planet that looks cool oh, i, lo- I looked at, but that was the thing as i looked at death i'm like it's red nope <laughs> like the thing is like knowing what dathomir is i would immediately look at it and be like that's dathomir i really want to go there i'm gonna go there later <laughs> yeah because like, i get th- dude that's like that's where dark like, ball <laughs> Mall, Ventress, yeah, 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 yeah. like yeah. Th- th- all of the night sisters. The night sisters. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like that place is literally steeped in the dark side. It's of the fucked. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just thought that's it looked am- cool. That's amazing. <laughs> Don't ever go to Dathomir first. <laughs> Don't ever. Got my ass absolutely annihilated. Oh my god! And then I'm like, so, oh my god! So this- it was Dathomir. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, this is so hard. I got. Like, what is with this game? <laughs> And I dropped it down to story mode. Right. Because yeah. I was just having so hard, such a hard time with it. And then I jumped to uh, Z- uh, Zephyr after Zepho, that. yeah. Zepho after that. And I went, oh, I just went in the wrong direction. Yeah, because Zepho nice. makes a lot more sense. It's definitely more of an incremental step. <laughs> yeah. That first part of that planet. Uh, that, Instead of then, an incremental leap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Incremental leap. It was like, a huge difference. Death leap. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm going to bump up the difficulty because I put it to Jedi Knight thinking that's all I can handle. Yeah. But you know what? I haven't really. The boss fights threaten me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but nothing else. Really You're right. Yeah, me. nothing else really gets me. Yeah. Uh, that's good, though. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. That's kind of cool. By the way, the... Uh, uh, Based off the, your description, the purge troopers are using a melee. I'm going to assume an electro staff. Well, these different is it, ones. Does it? Is there's, it? There's, there's a couple different. There's ones. A couple there's different variations on them. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. ones that are like uh, like size, like two short short blades. Okay. And then uh, and then there's the staff. There's the an axe one. Yeah, there's an axe one. Yeah, yeah, and they all have slightly different fighting styles. Is the axe one electrified or is it like They're all energy? It all has that like pur- purpley electricity kind yeah, of yeah. to it. Uh, okay, because I was wondering if that was a contained energy axe. That'd be kind of cool. They're badass, whatever they are. They'll probably fuck you up if they It kind of reminds me. Do you remember from uh, Revenge of the Sith, there were the droids that were helping out with Grievous's, like, those those are electrostaffs. It's those. It's those, yeah. Yeah, okay. Basically. They're using, like, not just staffs, but, like, different. Like, batons. Batons. Like, different. Yeah, yeah, there's stun batons that are effectively the same thing. Yeah, Yeah. different versions of that. Yeah. 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 They they can deflect your attacks, though. Like, if I I go in with a power attack, they can fully deflect it. And, uh, well, a lot of those have like cortosis and stuff in them, so yep. they can they can actually interact <laughs> yeah. with the saber. Yeah. Sweet, yeah, it's sweet good shit. And uh, yeah, so anyway, we've been talking about this for even longer than we talked about the DC Oops. stuff. Now, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Jedi Fallen Order, I'm all in on it. Uh, next time EA does a uh, a Jedi based game, I'll, I'll be there day one. 
Uh, I'm sold now. I'm 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 only sorry I didn't get into it sooner. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't because I knew I wanted it on the PC and I was getting a new computer. Yeah. So I kind of was waiting for this. Worth the wait. W- totally worth the wait. It's <laughs> I, gorgeous. I have, I have no excuse. I have no oh. excuse. No, I've, I've got mine on full settings too, so I'm excited. For it. It's gorgeous. And um, honestly, I'm glad that this came out, and I'm glad it's getting the full support because to me that sends a very clear message to EA. Mm. Yes. You know the statement you made EA before? Wrong. It yeah. was it was a uh, literally a third of their Q4 profits. Good. So I, I think really? I think yeah yeah they're good. a third of their gross profit. No, that's so good to hear. Yeah, because that means that now they have to just go. Okay, we can make Star Wars games. So now now the investors, the suits are they're going to be in a room being like, so uh, you making more of those uh, star star battle games, right? The, Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> star- the space wars. <laughs> yeah, space wars. Uh, guy with a light sword. So make more of those. <laughs> so because we're going to get them and I'm going to buy them and we're going to love them. So that's yeah. that's really exciting. Really exciting. Good yeah. shit. Oh, actually, one one last thing. So they had um, pre-order bonuses. Yes. For like different handles for your mm. sword and yeah, orange yeah, yeah. lightsaber. They gave that out as a patch. They're like, yeah. just give it to everyone. See, so you, you could download it for free on PlayStation Network as well. Yeah. I'm actually It's a called fan. premium content, but it's free. I'm actually a fan of them doing that as a, like the pre-order stuff is just you get it early. Yeah. yeah. I'm 100% sure. okay with that. Sure. And then giving it out to people afterward, even as somebody who gets that pre-order shit because I, I want it. Giving it out to other players afterward, I think, is the right call. I don't like pre-ordering, so yeah, no, uh, <laughs> no, and uh, and if that takes away the power of pre-order, I'm okay with it. Yeah. 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 Last question for you: What color blade have you been using? Actually, I've been doing all three. Okay. You do unlock another set. Yeah. After after your Dathomir stuff. After what, after. What are the colors? There are a total of eight colors. So what are the primary colors? The, of the three game? colors, the three ones you get to start are blue, green, and orange. Yep. Orange being the premium content one. Yep. Okay. And then once you unlock, you get like indigo, purple, some other kind of blue, yeah. some other kind. Like it's it's all just Jedi colors. You do Is not it... get reds. You do not get blacks. You do what not get yellow. Whites. You get yellow. Yep. yep. So I've been, I've been going orange. I was green for a while, and then I went to orange. I'm like, you know what? I'm digging orange. You know what's weird? What? Is what I'll do is I'll get, like, a new poncho. Yeah. And I'll be like, I got to accessorize. Oh, and I'll go change my lightsaber you know to match I'm, the style. I'm green, I'm green yeah. poncho all the way, and right now I'm using a wooden handle on the lightsaber. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boom. Nice. Boom. Straight. I went straight Kashyyyk when I was there. Yeah. yeah. I'm the like, I'm blending. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. There's actually a point in the, in the Clone War series where a Wookiee makes the lightsaber, and they use wood as well. No, it's great. It's so you sweet. You know what? I was kind of upset when I first heard about the game that, oh, you just get new ponchos. You know, I kind of like it because Star Wars, to me, is sort of a sp- space spaghetti western. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and a poncho is classic spaghetti western. Totally, yeah. And it I looks totally badass it. wearing it. Yeah. So I love it. I love it. Ponchos are coming. And you, back. Don't, you don't have to wear a poncho. You can take the poncho off. You can. You can go no poncho, no poncho. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. But <laughs> anyway, so uh, Rob, you were saying you had some uh, board games to talk about as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how do I follow that act though? It's fucking. Well, stars. I want to know about <laughs> the board games. I want to know what I'm playing here. Uh, yeah, no. Okay, so. Um, me and like my brother and, and a group of people sometimes will go out and play different board games and stuff like that. And uh, there's a couple recently that really were impressive because the whole thing with board games is like, okay, there's a very standard thing. It's like you have dice or you have cards and there's a mechanic to keep the game moving, yada, yada, yada. And uh, there was a game that uh, we were playing recently, not a new game. Not, I don't think either of these games are really that new. Maybe Maybe the card one, but either way. So the game is called Takedo. Okay. And the whole thing about the game is that you roll a dice once to figure out the turn order at the beginning. And the whole thing is the way that the game works is that you can move your character forward and kind of like 
obtain stuff that you're looking for, but there's only so many spaces on each tile. So you have to figure out, okay, do I want to go slow, get as much as I can? Is or it a I game wanna... board? It's a game on? board, yes. Okay. So you're moving along the board, and the whole idea is that you're trying to fulfill something for your character. So that might be, hey, this character wants to see all the sites. So you want to go collect uh-huh. all of the different panoramas okay. on the board. Or your character might be like, I want to eat the best food. So each character has their own thing. Own thing, yeah. yeah. There's like a shit ton of characters. Okay. So the whole way that the mechanic works is that instead of just rolling a dice and saying, okay, I'm going this many spaces or whatever. The whole purpose of the game is that whoever's in last is currently playing. So as soon as you move out of last, the person who's now in last takes their turn. Oh. Yeah. So Very then, cool mechanic. So, so the thing is like, do I rush to get the objectives that I want mm. or do I go slow? But if I go slow and people are standing on those objectives, I can't go to them. Because if, if you rush, you could be out of the game for a while. Yeah. yeah not take a lot of turns. Right. And not take a lot of turns. But at the oh. same time, you'll guarantee that you get the objectives you Fucking want. smart. So like, but the thing is though, that at the end of the game, you tally all of the things that your character's life, right? Yeah. Like, so you kind of see... How who had the most full life, and you calculate it based off all the stuff you've done. Yeah, shit, that's deep. It's fun. That's it's really cool. Such a fun that's game. A really and the cool. Art for it is like gorgeous. That mechanic right there is unique and interesting. Yes, it's a very fun game, um, and it's very. So easy it's kind of like a ticket to ride thing yeah, where you're of. building up points through your own method, and you have these sort of cards in front of you or whatever quests, if yeah. you will, that you have to accomplish to earn extra points. Yes. Yeah. Yep, that's pretty much exactly what it's like, huh. and it's uh, it's just it's really cool, and the and the way that the game is broken up because there's like sections essentially that you go through is that uh, at the end of each section there's an inn, and when you hit the inn you stop until everyone gets to the inn. Oh wow! But the last person in in the inn is the first person to leave. So huh. so like, there's like a mechanic of like how fast do I want to get to this inn because then I might have to wait. But if you get to the inn quicker, cheaper food because you can choose any food you want so like there's a balanced mechanic there right so it's it's neat it's neat (laughs) interesting it's a very very cool what's called tokaido tokaido yeah okay uh you'll know it when you see it's a very like it's very uh white box but Mm. then on the middle is like a very like japanese painted art style okay kind of thing yeah i'll I'll look it up and link it in the in the episode description Yep. uh the other one's a little more on the fun cheeky side and it's a, it's another one of those I'm playing against the other players kind of game. Uh, it's called Gloom. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you know Gloom. Oh yeah. Have you played it? Is, is this the one where you have to make really a story familiar. out of like depressing families? Uh, kind of, kind of. You don't you don't really make that big of a story. Oh, like, I I went in deep into the story. Uh, Nathan has it. Oh, so you played it? And you play, you have cards where like they're you, clear. They're clear, and you stack like basically shitty things happening to people yes and your goal is to make the family that your the family, most depressing the most depressing yeah yeah but you only count the points of when a character dies yes it's a, this is the card game gloom yes. yeah it's pretty much okay. a card game yeah yeah it's, it, card, well, it's 100% a card game it's yeah. not a card game like a deck build or anything like that no it's not necessarily a little different. Yeah. but i nathan and i when we play because you're encouraged in the rules to make up stories for why this card yes you, you know you are why what happened and we ma- and you make this great story as you go along, and yeah. it is hilarious because you just 
you commit these atrocities to these families, and it yeah. is so much fun. Yeah. So it says on the wiki that the the object of the game is to lower the self worth points of the player's <laughs> own family yes. with cards that cause negative events, eventually killing them. So basically, <laughs> yeah. you have cards that make your goal is oh to make God. a character like a, one of the characters in your family, yeah. the most depressing, shitty life possible, and then kill them, <laughs> and then kill them. So because basically, you, basically how I play The Sims. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. You I can only do that. get to get the points when they're dead. When they're dead at the end of the game. Um, but the pl- the opponent player can add good events that happen to your, to your family. Character, yes. So that uh, they have good. So the idea is you that moves tr- you further away from the end. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then, so, uh, so there was a Cthulhu expansion of this. Oh, are you aware yes. Of that? Oh, yes. Yeah. So are you guys good. playing with the Cthulhu, Cthulhu uh, expansion? Not yet. No. Okay. So there's a couple of different expansions. We have the undead one and the one with the houses. Okay, cool. cool. Uh, so the undead one is where dead people can come back to life and you can start putting paws on Dude, there's a munchkin. Dude, there's a munchkin gloom too. That's ridiculous, man. Yeah. You made a munchkin everything. Yeah. It's ridiculous. No, gloom, gloom is just a fantastic game because it's just like a lot of fun because, yes, you can do the storytelling elements. I'm, I, uh, whenever I play it, I always do the storytelling because it's yes, so much no. more fun. I, I'm always like, man, I, if there was ever a time to hire Wayne June to come to a table. I don't know who that is. The guy who does the voice work for uh, Darkest Dungeon. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, that would be the game for it. Yeah, that, yeah you're right. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the whole point of the game is you essentially stack cards on top of your people to get negative modifiers, and then you kill them off. Uh, and everybody else is making sure that you don't do that first. And then as soon as what somebody's family's wiped out, end a game. Yep. Yep. That's how the game works. And you only calculate the points on dead people. Wow. Man. So you want to kill your people early, but you also want to stack up more negativities because yeah. you need points. So there's yeah. a balance of. When do I kill people? Yeah. I'm very yeah. interested in uh, Gloom. That's cool. It's a fun game. Yeah. It's Great. easy to pick up, easy to play. Yeah. It's awesome. like it's just a, a solid, solid box. Question if I play it with you, am I gonna end up having to wear a uh one of those cones? One of those pet cones? <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. <laughs> well we Shit. played Exploding Kittens, I forgot whose turn it was, and I'm like, Oh wait, whose turn is this? And apparently there's like an expansion. Yeah, we have you ex- had. Yeah, Imploding Kittens expansion. Yeah, and you get the uh the the cone of shame. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. have to wear and it we, around you. We didn't tell him about it. <laughs> And then he's like, so whose turn is it? And I go, everyone stop. And I took out the cone of shame and I gave it to him. And I knew it was a like a, What was it, like the Christmas party for the families? Yeah, yeah, it was a family <laughs> yeah. Christmas party. So like yeah. Everyone was there. So I'm sitting there shamefully wearing the cone trying to finish the game. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was perfect. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. It was good. No, I kept, I, I I kept that little it. tidbit in my pocket. Oh, nice. I, I fully enjoyed it. It was cool. It was oh, cool. I love that game. I, I have a ver- I have the original version of it. Paul has all the expansions, however many. I think there's uh, two of them. Yeah, Streaking Kittens and Imploding Kittens. Yeah, he's got both of them. <laughs> streaking Kittens. Oh, yeah, streaking Kittens great. is great. It, it is, that is a, also a really good just pick up and play game that, that's that, just so much yes, fun. Yes, that is a 100% family-friendly game that you it, can pick it's up It's Uno play. Roulette. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Uno roulette. That's exactly yeah, what yeah. it is. I'm also on a mission to try to get more people to play Boss Monster with me. So, Boss, yeah, that, I, I got my own copy. Boss for Monster's 20 bucks. tough. I I had a. It's fun, but there's a lot of complexity to it. Oh, totally. A lot of yeah. reading. A lot of reading. Menu complexity. You know, it's a yeah. weird game that I really enjoyed playing. That I don't remember the name of it right now. We played it once at your place. Um, it was like the time one where it's all about like a little game of guessing when time, like history events. Oh. Um, Oh shit! Uh, timeline, timeline. It was kind of fun. It was oh, it's a great factually game. intellectual learning stuff while yeah. having a good time. Yeah, no, uh, timeline is like one of those weird games where it's like it does fit within the confines of being educational, but at the same time, it's just fun. Yeah, it's because it's just like okay, how much do I know about history? Random facts about history. Yeah, yeah. and they are like 
when was like the like the Mayan civilization at its peak? When was the that? candle first made? No, yeah. First commented to be made? Yeah, like, I don't fucking know this shit. <laughs> but like you have to like pair it compared to other things. So like yeah. you might be like, okay, well, when was the invention of a candle compared to when uh, when was the Colosseum made? Yeah, like what came first? So like what came first? And like you have to kind of go through that, or like you know, like I don't know. There's lost so many things. There's so many things. Yeah, cool yeah. little like, quiz game that if you like quiz games, it's fun. Yeah, yep. cool. it's, a, it's a it's a better version of Trivia Pursuit. Yeah, uh, another little fun tidbit of mobile games. There's <laughs> a mobile game I've been playing. Uh, you're picking up your phone to go look it up right no. now. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, it's called Mindustry. Mindustry. Yeah, uh, and it's a tower defense game. Okay. Free, and it is. Some of the most fun I've had with a free mobile game I've nice. like, for a long time. Like nice. it feels like a legit 100% game, and I haven't paid a penny for it yet. Cool. Uh, and I don't see any microtransactions in its future or anything like that. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm a little confused as to where they're. I'm making convinced money. for every hour you play, some poor child dies because clearly <laughs> no game can be free. Yeah. Warner uh, so, is still free. I'm still playing the crap out of that for free. Yeah, but there's still like microtransactions. Like, hey, buy me a coffee, and you can do micro. This has no. You options could. For that. Yeah, yeah. You Not could. that I've seen. Not yeah. that I've seen. This has no. It doesn't force you, and it doesn't even have the option. What's it you doing? You cannot give the people it money. What's doing? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it scares you're, me. You're building up energy. <laughs> All by the way, as you're playing this game, you're building up energy for the eventual doom of mankind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is, but it, it, it's a lot of fun. If you like a game like Factorio, stuff like that, like this is like legit. Go take a look at it. Sweet, sweet. Well, we are coming up on uh, on an hour forty five here. Uh, any more playing, watching? Uh, Finish Bojack. Okay. Uh, good. Last good. Season good. Final Bojack. season. Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah, definitely worth a watch. Uh, such a great tie-up, the way that they did it. Nice. Um, yeah, and uh, I was some, gonna say IGN actually gave it a ten out of ten. So I'm not even impressive. surprised. Yeah. I'm not even surprised. Like it is just such a solid show. Right. Um, there there was one or two weak seasons in its like seven season run, but I yeah. mean that's par for the course for most yep. shows. Uh, hammer through it because the the remainder of the show was gold. Yeah. Good. Um, and it's such 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 a fun went out story. on a high note more than most shows um, can say. Uh, Went went out on a high note. That's a fun way. Well, went out went out on a went out on a quality note. <laughs> it, it, it went out on a good. You felt closure. Okay, good. Uh, good, good, good. For all the characters, I say high note in that the show maintained its quality. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Not not no necessarily man, that it was happy. Even on a high note. High note. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was good. Uh, did I say if I finished? Yes, yeah, finished season four of Magicians. I know season five is airing now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, I've been watching Lost in Space. Okay. I watched uh, the uh, the first season and the first episode of the second season of that so far. Yeah, that show is like all shows like it is very predictable. It's like kind of a guilty like, pleasure. It's like yeah, yeah. It's like oh, something's gonna go wrong, and then something goes wrong. Called yeah. it, and then and like oh yeah, they find a solution at the last minute. Uh, called it. <laughs> no, so far from what but, I've seen, they've done a pretty good job of it. Yeah, no, it's been fun. It's yeah, been yeah. a fun watch. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it is not. It, you're not going into it for anything other. Right. Than, Who plays like, the doctor? Parker Posey. Uh, I can't remember uh, her name. Doctor, Doctor yeah. Smith. Anyway, yeah, she does a good uh, job. She does an amazing job yeah, yeah. playing Doctor Smith. Re- really reminds me of a, um, uh, like a Balthar, was his name? Gaius Balthar from uh, yeah. Battlestar. Yeah, yeah. Reminds me a little bit of that kind of character, kind of playing both sides a little bit. The, the one thing that I can all, I can say she totally nails is that you can tell that the character is not necessarily evil. They're just out for themselves. Right. Right. And, Which and, isn't inherently and, evil. Yeah, but they but they clearly have no 
issue yeah. doing morally corrupt shit to make sure that they survive or that like yeah personal uh like advantageous right. stuff. Like, and and a robot from the original one who's just kind of known for saying like Danger Will, Will Robinson. Robinson. Danger yeah. Will Robinson. Like he's he plays definitely a more central role in, in this series, I would yes. say, than the original. Yeah. So, uh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was pretty good. I mean, yeah, good times. What else? Shit, there was something else I'm forgetting, but it's okay. It can, cool. it can wait. Cool. Excellent. Oh. Yeah, it can wait. Cool. And uh, so that's kind of it for, for this episode of Running Geek Fish Podcast. I did have one shout out. Actually, we got a really nice write up from, uh, from a friend of the pod. His name is Frank. He's with the Geek Freaks Podcast. And, uh, and he did a really nice write up about us on his website. So oh, he's shit. featuring different podcasters each week. Thank you. And uh, we made the cut a couple weeks ago. And uh, it was just a really sweet article uh, about us and kind of what the show's all about. And, and obviously, I, I've listened to Geek Freaks forever, and I'm also a patron of them as well on, on, on Patreon. So I recommend you go and check them out on Patreon as well. And uh, and so thank you, Frank. Shout out to Squeaks. And uh, <laughs> thank you guys for uh, for supporting us uh, the way you do. So it was a really sweet thing, and, and I really appreciated it. So other than that, I think you can catch me very soon here on a uh, on a on a bonus episode of um, Altered Universe podcast, oh, yeah? so I, I've been kind of moonlighting on there cool. and uh, and doing different topics there. Uh, some really off the wall topics, which is fun. Like one week we talked about Zubu Mufu. Remember that show? Yeah, oh, like back in the nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, because it came from the Krat Brothers and they're Canadian. And then uh, and then we recently did um, Scary Disneyland rides, which Rob, you would have been a good one for that oh. actually. But we talked about the one in uh, there was one in Disneyland Japan. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, the one yeah, under yeah. the castle. Yeah. 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 We talked about that. Oh, it was fucking so crazy. Good. Like it was so great. So we're doing some uh, family friendly uh, ones as well. Dark Cauldron, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's Black altered Cauldron. Black Cauldron. Yeah, Black that's Cauldron, it. yes. That's altered universe podcast. And uh so you can listen to that one. He does uh, he does every everything fandom. Everything oh. he's focused on fandoms did, and Rob does he, he covers you talk everything. About XS tech? Uh, that, that come up in the scary Disney That's like the ride to talk about. I would argue. We we did we oh you mean the extraterrestrial? Yeah. Yeah, we did that one as well. Because I actually went to that. I, yeah, I did no, that so I. when I was a kid. I yeah. love that ride. I actually have a pin, a Disney pin, because like are you serious of Skippy? That's amazing. Yeah, I don't remember That's this ride. Uh, it it got ripped out of the park because um, not even because it was scary, because it was fucking terrifying. It was terrifying. Yeah. Uh, but it it was ripped out because one of the guys who plays the main like acted character that you kind of interact with by being in the ride, mm-hmm. uh, he had uh, allegations. Uh, I think he's a uh, he sexually molested. Well, they ended up making right. the they ended up yeah. making the choice. What a terrifying ride! Anyway. ride. Yeah, yeah. Mommy, I want to go on the child rape ride. Yeah. Well, it was uh, interestingly when when they were first coming up with that, and what we learned about it when we were doing the research for it was that uh, actually it was LucasArts who helped develop a lot of the um, mm-hmm. uh, effects. Yes. In it, and 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 when they talked to George Lucas about the ride, he was actually like, "No, don't do it." He's like, this ride is a bad idea. It's not going to be very family friendly. It won't, like, it yeah, be, yeah, yeah. And then, and sure enough, it wasn't. Like, yeah. it's absolutely terrifying. So there's like, a, what? So there's what an anime. Was it? It was in. Uh, it was actually New, in Magic Kingdom. It was in New Tomorrowland in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like a tube in the middle of like an arena type setting. And there's this whole setup going into it about what you're walking into. But then you go and sit in like this arena type setting. These bars come over your shoulders like you're on a roller coaster. So you're trapped. And then there's like a creature, an animatronic creature that comes up in the middle that gets like teleported in, and then all of the lights go out. 
and this it creature breaks, is, out. breaks out and is like running around behind like, you and everything. The and bars would actually like when it's like running around the room, the bars would actually go down on your shoulder and, and like, lock you, could feel you it in. breathing on the back of your neck yeah, yeah. and stuff like That's that. That's kind of cool. It, it was like, super it, cool. It would kill somebody in the rafters above you and you'd feel like a spray of blood. Like it was so sweet. It man. was so it was, good. It was, it was such amazing. a good Holy ride. Shit. It yeah. was intense. We took my <laughs> mom, Dude, I want to have years I, of nightmares. I went on that. My brother was six. I was 12 and he was fucking terrified. I was, I was so small. I'm like, let's go again. Yeah, I was so small when I went on that ride. And yeah. at first, when they I saw the bars, I was like, does this ride move? Because at the time, I was terrified of roller coasters. Yeah. So I actually started freaking out when I first got into the room. But then when I realized what it was, I loved it. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. And uh, and it, 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 they took it out in 1998, I think. To be honest, they should know what they should have done, though. They should have just reshot those acted scenes. Yeah. Because those scenes were not a big deal. See, no, they weren't. I've only been to Disneyland twice and yeah. I don't think the first time I was way too young my parents definitely wouldn't have brought me on that right yeah and the next time it was pulled out since then it was yeah I think it was, it was like a stitch ride now I think it's a frozen ride yeah yeah yeah. I'm, I'm excited to meet up in Florida so we gotta we oh gotta yeah hang yeah out that'll be happening we gotta hang out so we're gonna do an official I'm, I'm kind of feel bad that I'm left out I didn't I, yeah. it's, it's, it's a field hey, thing did you bro get, did you get it on you should Savvy? come down did you get it on Savvy's workshop are you coming uh, I didn't I didn't so. sold out uh, no I didn't even check oh. <laughs> fucking lazy no honestly I just I just want to make it down there. And with the baby, that in itself is going to be a feat. But so. If you can find the time to go when we're there, we can each bring in one person with us into Savvy's. What's so, that? The, the, where you build the lightsaber. Oh, yeah? So if you're there, I can bring you in. I think I could probably escape for a day. So yeah, but, let, let's but, talk to Amanda and figure it out. And, yeah, yeah. So with like Fallen Order, I definitely want to go and make my own lightsaber now. Dude, I would uh, I would pay it at this point. After playing Fallen Order, I'm like, oh, I'm so back on the Star Wars train between this and Mando. I'm like, just just make me a fucking Jedi. Yeah. So I'm the ready. movies ruined it, but this has brought us all back. It's we interesting. All make yeah, yeah, it's interesting the, that, that the movies kind of pulled us pull us away from it to some extent and yeah then, and then this stuff is bringing us back in and it's like the original kind of like series movies too that yeah. has been doing it yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. not the expanded shit no no not at all which is unfortunate yeah. it's really unfortunate yeah cool all right well that's it for episode 79 of road geek fish podcast so thank you so much for listening and uh, make sure to sub if you haven't already uh i think spotify is probably their biggest following so i'd probably recommend uh subbing on there and i heard last podcast network is moving completely over so if you're a big fan of their podcast uh obviously spotify is going to be the place for that you won't be able to get them anywhere else so you can while you're there sub to us as well (laughs) yeah so pretty cool thing all right thank you so much thank you very much